Betting on Gamescast. I'm Nico Blakely. With me, as always, is head honcho boy himself, <laughs> Hamish Black. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Writing on Gamescast, your one-stop shop for all things video games. It's going to be a great time. We've got loads of things to talk about. It's going to be, it's going to be a really good time. It's going to be great. One-stop shop. <laughs> Hey, we're video game pundits, man. We gotta act we gotta act like the part, you know what I mean? I am the word pundit has been has been it's, just in my life the last two weeks and I hate it. <laughs> I'm like a type of fruit or something. I don't even know. It's it makes me I feel like food. <laughs> nice roast pundit. You know, just it sounds you got pundits commenting on pundits, commenting on pundits, and it's uh it's 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 not it's not it's not exactly the clearest path of uh, communication to follow, but your one stop shop for nonstop fun and pun. Yeah, ditting. no politics here, baby. Pun, is punditing a thing? Is that a is that an action? Uh, to to pundit. Uh, uh, that's uh, my profession. I pund is, it. I, I'm a I'm a punditer. Um, how's I'm it like going, Nico? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's it's going good. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of, a uh, lot, lot of, a uh, lot of, um, lot of, lot of video games. Okay. In the world, and also, in my mind. Okay. Been doing good. Yeah, good, excellent. I mean, uh, what about you? What are you? Yes, what, I, 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 what's your story? Uh, I've I've been doing all right, I guess. Um, I made I made a a, a madman decision. Um, I cancelled my Switch pre-order. Oh uh, my fucking god! <laughs> you just you know you could have almost got a scot free on what? this one because I almost forgot about that <laughs> blasphemous act. <laughs> you, Nico, oh, I, I can't help it, man. I can't help it. I you know it's. It's a lot of money to just well, what play you, What are you, a skeleton? That was the most boneheaded move I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, Nico, I, 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 it's, it's not like I've just cancelled my Switch pre-order and replaced it with nothing. I, I have a Wii U on the way because I realised that, hey, you know what? Maybe I, instead of playing Zelda and paying, you know, Three like three hundred and twenty or thirty quid for the privilege, I could spend less than half of that. Get Zelda, which apparently run like I, I'm. Oh no, I won't get the realistic environmental sound effects that you know are on the Switch version. It's true, but like you know, I can pay ha- less than half the price, play Zelda, and also get a bunch of fucking dope ass games if I want. It's great. Well, <laughs> what? Uh, I would advise maybe. Wait, did they ever? Okay, don't buy anything on the eShop. I, 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 no, I wasn't thinking like that. I mean, I've got. I, I doesn't. Have, it, you're gonna get a switch, right? At one of these days. Yeah, of, of course. Like when when more games come out for it, and you know the kind of there's there's a slightly clearer vision of what that console is going to be and where it's headed and stuff yeah then i'll 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 definitely pick one up for sure but it's just at at this stage i was just like well in terms of a value proposition like you know the game i want to play is on the wii u and the wii u also has a ton of really great games I, i have a copy of bayonetta one and two sitting next to me right now waiting to be played and i'm like Hell yeah, 
that's more than I, that already that is more than I could ever play on the switch so you know like that's true yeah so I I, I just thought like I'm not I'm not I'm not bothered about having just the new thing you know it's uh, so um, it was just a very screlly move you know what I mean it's, it's yeah. screlly yeah, you know, like, <laughs> I have the very sought-after pre-order. Eh, just get rid of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Switch is like the new Wu-Tang album, essentially. Yeah. Going to live stream myself cancelling my Switch pre-order in five minutes. Come check it out. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Well, yeah, I mean, it's... Uh... I, I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to get Wii U finally. That's actually like that's actually something I, I've wanted for a long time. And a lot of people are saying, "Oh man, you cancelled your Switch pre-order for a console that has no future. Like, there's nothing coming out for it." And I'm like, "Yeah, but there's stuff already out for it, and it's pretty fucking cheap because it's been out for ages. Like, there, there's it's, it's a big library there, man. Like for for what for what for what I want that console for, like." you know that the library is more than sufficient like you know i i recognize there's not as many games as perhaps people would have liked but i'm not i'm not someone that bought it at launch so i'm not exactly disappointed by that so yeah i am i am i'm perfectly happy with the decision i made so yeah but are you gonna get yoshi's woolly world absolutely not Good. That's the right answer. <laughs> never played a more subpar game in my life. Uh, none of the Willy World games ever appealed to me, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna get Mario Maker as well, so I'll 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 be honing my level design skills, I guess. That um, that, that doesn't count as you designing a game, by the way. <laughs> oh god! Just like being on a podcast doesn't count as you talking about video games in video format. Sure it does, because I can rip this audio and then put it over video footage. <laughs> I already did that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh but yeah, so that's that's my that's my adventures in video games. Um also uh, a new video just went up today, um, because like I'd been playing For Honor and I made a video on it. If you listen to last week's podcast uh you will have heard me say some very very negative things about that game that after playing a bit more have kind of turned around in a lot of ways <laughs> um, oh my god there, there's there, there 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 is a lot wrong with that game uh it's just there is also a lot to potentially like there um i i would not recommend people paying full price for it um, but you know, given the trajectory of all AAA games recently, it'll be down to about five cents by you know the you know end of the week. Um, so uh, yeah, just hold out. But there there is a lot to like there. Um, I and like I say, I put up a video about it. Um, where I liken it to Bushido Blade on the PS One. Uh. Or specifically, I liken the one-on-one duels mode, uh, which is it's a very different thing to what will probably become the main modes of that game. Uh, it's, it, where do where do I even begin with this? Like, essentially, the video talks about how uh, the the way the one-on-one combat in For Honor is designed it incentivizes 
honor like you 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 find yourself fighting with a certain kind of chivalry in in the one-on-one modes um because it's it's very much like you know um you're you're not you're not running away you are very much in the fray like you're it's just you and one other person there's no bullshit it's just and and you're locked onto them you're focused on them and like it's 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 just a matter of skill were you good enough were you fast enough to be able to read this opponent's like moves and tells and stuff like that over the course of several rounds to eventually use that against them um or were you bested by a better foe and like in in a lot of ways that's downright gallant um like it is it manifests it for example in the way there there were there were scenarios where uh like i i would be typing a message to someone and like they would have they attacked me and uh and then they backed off and said oh sorry i didn't realize you were typing and it's like that was that was really fucking weird that was really strange because i was like holy shit you you could have just like completely destroyed me there and i wouldn't have been able to do anything about it and also this is just a stupid multiplayer game like why would you care but you did care and that is kind of fascinating um and there's also things like you know i've had a lot of people like go into the chat afterwards and say oh that was a good fight man like just things like that are like weird for multiplayer games like usually you just expect uh racial epithet uh you know yeah you're like uh, all that kind of noise um and but this has been like weirdly refreshing in that regard Uh, i've seen some people say the community is really bad and i really haven't experienced much of that I guess maybe that's where the kind of weaker elements of the game come into play, which is, you know, for me anyway, it's the larger multiplayer modes, which are still very unfocused in my eyes. It's, uh, for me, the big problem is that uh, any fight that isn't one-on-one tends to be, like, fairly unwinnable (laughs) from my experience. Um, And... You go to that video that I just uploaded, you'll see a million fucking comments telling me to get good scrub and all that shit. Like, it's... it's oh, God. It's the fucking... Well, you do need to get good. I, I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, like, oh, I'm going to comment, he needs to just get good or whatever, like, I'm not saying this because, like, you're, you're wrong or whatever. I'm just saying it's a fucking bad look. It, it, it makes you look like a moron. Like no one cares that you're good at a video game <laughs> it's like no one gives a shit so like i you know don't think about that before you say to someone you're fucking terrible at this game like i admit in the video i might be terrible at this game <laughs> it's um like but also i then go on to say like when whenever i was whenever i was playing like the kind of larger capture the points multiplayer modes i was like i just follow a teammate and then go to a point and there'd likely be like one guy there on the other team like trying to take it and we would just fucking gank him like it, it, it you know the, the the it's tutorialized fighting multiple enemies in the story mode but it it it's super fucking hard to fight off more than one person um yeah that's it, like all the footage 
like gives that impression to me yeah. as someone who has like not touched this game at all yeah, yeah. obviously I, it, it looks like if you're if you're alone at any point in this game you're fucked yeah like that's a, from my point of view I mean, at least the, the thing is like since i made that video there have been a couple of scenarios in which i have like fought off more than one opponent and everything like you know both times that's happened it felt entirely like chance like i don't really know how i got through it and that does not scream to me like hey you know this is a like this is how this is meant to be played or whatever one one of the one of the comments i got in the video was actually super interesting it was by a guy that um i can't remember exactly what he does but he was saying you know one of my hobbies is actually like partaking in these kind of um you know uh i'm, I'm gonna give me give me give me a second i'm gonna look this up because it was actually uh you know uh he, he practices historical european martial arts and i was like that's that's fucking dope <laughs> like that's, and it's uh, really cool yeah. and and he was saying you know like you are, are you ex- like are you expecting to be able to take on two or three people who are more or less equal to you in skill and be able to come out on top like he, he was basically saying you know in that situation you fucking run like what are you talking about um and and like it's a, it's a fair point uh, my counter to that is just that for me this game is is the strength of it is the combat it's surprisingly deep and it it often comes down to you know there's often times where it's like hey there's like a minute of just kind of watching your opponent and like this is in the one-on-one fights like there's often like just a lot of time where you're just watching and just seeing who's gonna make the first move and it's so tense and then when someone actually does make that move the fights are usually over fairly quickly because either they've done the right thing or they've given their hand away too early and that that's the thing that i like to focus on in that game like it's that's that's the strength and running away from that like what i talk about in the video is that the when you're fighting like multiple enemies or or you you and your teammates are fighting one enemy it feels decidedly less consequential than when you are one-on-one and over the course of multiple rounds you're learning these move sets that your 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 opponent is implementing and you're using that against them and kind of engaging in like weird psychological warfare like so running away doesn't play into those strengths for me so um that's kind of my counter to that so i i, I don't know it's, it's weird it, the, the the kind of larger multiplayer modes really um don't incentivize the strengths that the one-on-one combat does in my eyes um but yeah um but that one-on-one combat is really really good it's really deep and like i say it reminded me of bushido blade where like you would just be kind of like waiting there'd be like you'd be moving very slowly and then like someone would make a move and then just it would kind of just it would end very quickly like you die in one hit in bushido blade and also in that game you can't see the ending unless you fight honorably <laughs> like it's, it's it's fucking wild um so yeah it's uh it's cool but um the the you know there's also a lot of problems with the servers in that game N- oh god namely that there are no dedicated ones it's all uh p2p um see that crow cat video yeah uh, t- to be fair like i i have had n- nothing that bad 
like the weird thing for me is my my biggest server issues were in the single player, which is like almost less excusable. That's just bizarre. Like, yeah, I like whenever I tried to play that story mode, which is shite. Um, like I would constantly get booted out during cutscenes, like cutscenes at the end of a mission. But because it hadn't technically completed the mission, I would get booted out during that cutscene and then have to play that entire mission again. And it's like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. And that's a bad thing. Um, this the single player mode is a decent tutorial, is what I'll say. Um, but it's certainly nothing to write home about. I've I've heard some people saying it's surprisingly good. I don't see what they're talking about. Um uh so yeah i don't know it's it's weird um th- and there had like there have been a lot of times where in those kind of larger multiplayer modes um y- you will have people like their team's not doing well so they so they quit and then you know you're just left with you know it, it, the screen freezes and it comes up like saying hey we're recalibrating or whatever or sometimes it'll fail um and it's it, there are weird things like that like oddly i i i think maybe the reason i haven't been getting many of those issues is because i have been gravitating towards the one-on-one brawls like one they tend to be quicker so they don't take as much time investment so people are less like people are more likely to just take the hit if they're losing because it's like hey i didn't invest that much time in it anyway and i still get experience and stuff so i might as well but it's also like in those larger multiplayer modes there's more to hide behind i guess it's like you're less it's less like i know who you are (laughs) like instead of being like just one person that you can identify it's like hey there's a bunch of people on this team and stuff and yeah so i don't know it's uh it's weird it's it's a very weird game that i don't i i couldn't recommend at full price like really hold hold off um but if if you're into deep combat systems you could do a hell of a lot worse um so yeah it's a it's a very very odd game that i was not expecting much from made a terrible first impression and then i started to find things that i really liked in it whilst also countering that with things that i still really really didn't like so um yeah i don't know it's 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 weird Uh, like i mean are are you are you going to pick that game up at all when it comes down in price or anything or yeah definitely i i I, i've never as someone who hasn't played this game at all and i'm just like i've I've watched enough video content on it i'm surprised at myself that i I still don't really know. I don't really have an opinion on this game. I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. Even though I've seen enough stuff, all I know is like the internet is a little shitty from what people are saying. But you know, <laughs> I mean, like, it, it, that I think, happens. I, th- I think. I think. But, it, I think partially it's down to the aesthetic. It looks like a very gray game, and it comes from Ubisoft, which is you know, like in terms of publishers, they're they're they've kind of become known as like, hey, we're gonna put out this content mush you know it's get your content folks yeah. it's uh that's a good way to put it actually yeah content mush yeah it's um 
and and like we we got asked a question that will be interesting to come on to about that later in terms of Ooh. how Ubisoft is maybe improving on that stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It it like I got review code for that game because um, it was it was a game that at e3 like i don't know if it was maybe just the fucking guy with the beard and the cane was like <laughs> so fucking cool and just like seems so like genuine the, like, like yeah, it's that's, a... that's the thing like I, I i i can't remember his name but i ended up watching a gdc talk that he did at some point and it was great he like he knows his like he's he, he seems like a super cool dude who really knows his stuff like what more can you ask for like uh, but uh, it also you know it looked like a cool game like in a lot of ways and then like when it got closer to release i was just like eh, it's multiplayer focused it's got a single player thing but it's always online like i don't know about this and then i was playing it and i was thinking yeah it's uh, uh and it, it took a while for it to click um but i just don't yeah. I, I don't i still like I've heard you talk about the single player stuff and I still don't get if it's um <laughs> is it meaty enough could you survive could, like, like uh, let's I mean, say I pay 30 bucks for this game yeah. and I go through and I never play an online match and I just the, the, blow through the single player the, or something like that I mean one it's it's not good enough to justify that purchase okay. two it's always online, so once those servers go off, you're just left with something that a game that you cannot play. <laughs> Even the single player, you can't play that anymore once the servers go down. Um, so you know, I, I I couldn't I couldn't recommend buying it for the single player at all. Like like I say, the single player acts as a good tutorial, and that's about it. Um, and also, like the single player is basically it is it, framed like a story. Like it has cutscenes and everything, but like it's impossible to get attached to any characters because they're all wearing helmets <laughs> it's like <laughs> is it like rainbow six siege like you know the 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 single player component of that game is very i i <laughs> I, I haven't played enough of that game to, i mean like from what i've seen the single player component is like a cutscene. it's kind of just like what what in siege you mean yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, it's literally like there's bad guys in here. Go get them, and there's like a little camera pan around the building, and then there you go. I mean, the thing is, the story mode. Like, I haven't completed it because I got too frustrated with the fact that I was I kept getting booted to the fucking menu and having to replay oh missions. But like, the way it seems to be going is like it's uh, you know there's all these warring factions. There's samurai, knights, and Vikings, and they're all fighting with each other and then as the story's kind of going along you're they're realizing hey maybe we shouldn't be fighting each other maybe we should be fighting this weird overlord that's you know that's here <laughs> it's it, like it's super dumb it's really dumb and uh yeah i don't i don't know it's uh like it's it's basically like a bunch of combat tunnels if that makes sense like you're just going along this linear path and fighting the things that are there and like so, some sometimes there'll be like things where hey you've got to protect this thing or you've got to take this base or whatever and it, like but it all comes down to like hey is basically the dominion capture the points mode so <laughs> like um yeah it, it's it's not it's not it's really not great um 
so yeah i i, I definitely could not recommend purchasing purchasing it for the single player um yeah okay not even well, at a reduced price i just i look at the combat in this game and i, I you know like i've i fancy myself a decent souls player you know um yeah but i've never been one to want to pvp in the souls games really seriously yeah like yeah. On, a, on a serious level you know i try it i but mean the, the thing that i would say is that it's really not like souls in a lot of okay. ways um it, it, like i said last week at first it comes across as a weird mix of like lords of the fallen so a kind of weightier version of souls meets dynasty warriors meets rock paper scissors but um in, in in a lot of ways it's how do i describe it it's kind of like the mindset that you would play like a poker game with mixed with kind of a very intense version of rock paper scissors um like like i say it's it, it, like i say the, the game it reminded me of most was bushido blade where it's it's you know you're kind of just waiting for your opponent waiting to see who's going to make the first move and then capitalizing on that like punishing someone for revealing their hand too early um for honor is very much like that it's um except instead of like the souls thing where you have like it's, it's all tied to like the animations of the weapons like here it is it is it, are you aiming in the right place like if if your enemy is aiming at a certain spot and you are aiming it at the same spot if if you attack them they will block it if they attack you, you will block it. If you're aiming to the left and they're aiming to the right, if you attack them, they'll get hit. And that's pretty much it. Um, but it's all, it, like, you kind of have to commit to your moves in a way that you don't even have to in, like, Souls games and stuff. It's, it's like, once you've made that move, it's very hard to cancel out of it. I mean, there there is actually, there's technically a button for it, but, um, you know, like when you're in that moment it's very hard to like focus on that kind of stuff um, yeah so yeah there's there's a sense of like commitment there so i like i get where the souls comparisons come from the combat is very weighty but it's very much its own thing and in that sense the pvp is a lot more fun than it ever was for me in like a souls game or something like that so yeah i don't know it's uh it's a weird one, but um, I, I'm enjoying it, and I can see myself putting some more time into it. Um, like, I I say that I say that about almost fucking every game I ever play, and yeah, I I've still to finish fucking <laughs> Yakuza Zero. I've I can't stop fucking thinking about Yakuza Zero. Oh man, I need to play Yakuza. You still Zero. gotta finish I Resident Evil Four, man. You, 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 <laughs> like, oh man, I, I, a deadly premonition. It, oh god, there's so much. I need. don't don't lose track of that game. You gotta keep that in I, your I, in your in your current wheelhouse. I, it's installed. I keep saying I've got to go back to, it, but that's the thing. Every single game I have now is is like is rated on a scale, or, or the, the scale is is this worth? not playing yakuza zero for <laughs> and very rarely is the answer yes <laughs> is there's more to life than yakuza zero is there nico <laughs> is there I, actually i don't know i don't want to, don't quote me on that you get get a ps4 <laughs> they're cheap now <laughs> um I, I do like what i've seen from that game it is like it's, a it is 
early early contender for game of the year already <laughs> it's like the, um, the donkey video sold me quite a I, bit as well I, I i i haven't watched that and it's the one donkey video i will not watch because of fear of spoilers <laughs> like you know how i am with spoilers yeah, i don't i don't uh, usually give a fuck but here i'm like i i saw something that i hadn't seen yet and i was like oh god get get the fuck out of there like oh you know what okay don't watch it because i know for a fact there's like just like just don't watch it yeah 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 i uh, yeah i mean it's like i I saw i saw a thing and i was like okay that's a character that we we've been talking about and okay that's i know that he plays a part in this now so but i i you know it's it's a game that i care about spoilers for i still don't like you know i will avoid them like to the best of my ability i don't i spoilers are still a thing for me where i'm just like yeah is it really that big a deal um but yeah no it's not actually at the end (laughs) of the day finding out the plot of a video game before you got to experience it in real time there's worse shit that could happen to you yes exactly unless (laughs) it's yakuza zero in which case i will fucking malky any cunt that tries to tell me (laughs) so true uh yeah um so yeah that's i i i am i am basically no further in that game than i was before because i I just had so much to do and uh you know i've i've been busy um but my thoughts are constantly just like man i really want to play yakuza zero and i will finish that game soon and i am very excited to um because i've got to get back to neo as well like the fuck jesus <laughs> like, that game that's right like, that game it, exists it, it, it's 2000, 2017 man like i was not expecting like the the the, the, the fucking year to be so top heavy in terms of good game releases or whatever but this is so early man. i feel like for good shit to be coming out it's only yeah. it's still february yeah I, like I, I don't know if maybe that's because i thought the start of the year was always meant to be like fucking dead for video games like yeah it's uh, the and then like we've got fucking near uh, like near tomato or whatever it's called coming out um, what a new n- tomato game <laughs> near 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 automata is that it the, the the sequel to oh Nier. yeah um, is it is it automata or automatica i never automata it's definitely it's near near a tomato you're near a tomato um and uh yeah it's <laughs> like you, you took the tomato way to get near a tomato <laughs> this is spiritual successor to cult sleeper hit tomato weird sheriff <laughs> Oh, if you if you're a new listener to the podcast, go find the episode <laughs> which we talk about tomato way. If, if we still want to buy that Steam background, uh, it's still on sale for thirty dollars on Steam I'm for some reason. So tempted to buy tomato way. <laughs> if, if I'm any, the only person on the internet with a badge for it on Steam. <laughs> if if anyone wants me to do a video on tomato way, buy me tomato way. You. Uh, I, I think even you you would have like a hard time making getting content a video around. Out of that. Yeah, like you'd really have to. There's... <laughs> oh man, oh, God. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. Get me, get me, and we'll we'll at least have a, a tomato way spoiler cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> that's uh, 
like, yeah, but man, fucking 2017, the, like near that near sequel I recently found out is coming to PC as well, which is great. Um, and uh, that that beta only came to PS4, which I think is why I thought it was going to be PS4 exclusive. But that beta was really cool, and uh, you know, it's, uh, like it's, it's gonna it's a platinum game. It's gonna be really good. Um, so yeah, uh, like you, well, you you should check that out when it comes out as well. Yeah, uh, I've always been just kind of in the dark on that series. This is it's it's weird. Like I I I'd heard about that first game a lot, and a lot of people were like, "Yeah, it's not it's not wholly there." But I was like, "It's like a fucking hack and slash RPG with bullet hell elements." Like that sounds kind of dope. Um, and then it was it was actually when I was giving that talk to game dev students like uh like a month ago or whatever uh and someone like i was kind of talking to the students about games that like told you that you were doing the right thing through mechanics only to later reveal that you weren't and uh you know the fucking like light spoilers for near i guess but it's like one of the students was like talking to me about near and was like heavily selling me on near and i was like this sounds fucking great this sounds really really good um so yeah um sure that wasn't just a real like a uh, one of the near devs sitting in <laughs> like incognito because we gotta sell this guy get get to get to the get to the college in greenock scotland yeah <laughs> their, their numbers are a little light there so they need to buff them up i mean he was wearing the big moon head like that dev guy was but uh, he had the big moon head <laughs> um but yeah so that's that's a game that's coming out and then there's that mass effect game which i'm not hugely interested in but um yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, like yeah. Who, who knows um yeah so that is, like that this the start of this year has been fucking weird and crazy in a way that i didn't expect um but yeah uh what have you been playing man I've been playing quite a quite a mixed bag. Not too different from last week, but there's some variation. Okay. Um, been putting my nose to the grindstone on L.A. Noir. I'm, I'm very hooked, but I can tell that that game is meaty as all hell. Like, yes, that that game is longer than you think it will be. Um, yeah, I, I noticed that. Um, I, I finished Homicide Desk. Yes, and uh, uh, that I, I I tricked myself. I like forgot that there was two other desks. That yeah, they yeah, very yeah. they very obviously like project like hey these are later in the game yeah, and yeah. like and I got to the end of the homicide and they do they, they build up the plot around the homicide case like it's the climax of a story in a game like it's, yeah yeah like I, like I felt like I was getting to the end of the game and then I realized oh oh I guess I'm on device now like it's kind of weird I really like that about the game it's like one game one of the few games that. I think benefits from its length because it's like it, it ends up um, becoming like a kind of TV serial or something like that, where yeah. it's, it, you know you're kind of going through multiple episodes that have their own arcs but are all contributing to this kind of like you're getting to know the characters super in depth so that the wider narrative arc like kind of hits a bit harder and stuff. So I I, I thought that structure really suited it. Um, but yeah, I wish I mean, your partner's uh, 
stayed with you. Uh, there's <laughs> yeah, some partners yeah. I didn't want to leave. Like yeah, I, yeah. I liked that rusty guy. Like he's just a terrible misogynistic asshole. Yeah. But like that character is played so well yeah, yeah. that like he's hilarious to have around, and his comments are great. Like totally, yeah. Um, just that he's the, the world's most likable like douchebag. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. If if that guy was a real person, I'd hate the shit out of him. He's such an <laughs> asshole. But in this game, he's a great partner. He just takes the piss out of you every second he can. It's it's like just the kind of perfect like you know, it, 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 the main character is called Cole, isn't it? Cole, yeah, Cole Phelps. Cole Phelps, and is he's like like the perfect like straight laced guy, and then like it's the perfect pairing with. Like, straight-laced cop, and then, you know, it's good cop, bad cop, and, like, the bad yeah. cop is really fucking bad. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm, just, I'm gonna sit here and get and just drink a double shot of whiskey while you actually just do your job. Yeah, <laughs> it's like exactly. what he does in most of the things. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, the, char- the characterization and the writing, um, for the most part, is really great in that game. Towards the end, it starts to waver, and, like I say, the last mission goes some places uh, that, you know... Uh, there's really... weird choices with the just like is uh, okay this is i don't know why this bugs me but the fact that you never see your main character's family confuses me as a yeah. weird thing i've been noticing because at the very beginning of the game uh you get kissed by your wife i think yes but she doesn't talk or anything it's like in a it's while there's music playing and it's like weird because you do mention a wife every once in a while like does that have a payoff at some point like I don't not, understand. Not that I can remember, like at least not in the sense that like you get to know who these people are, or whatever. There's a lot about Cole's character that is left fairly in the dark, and it like I, I seem to remember a lot of people complaining that a lot of that stuff wasn't resolved in a, in a meaningful way, and mm. I I get that. Um, it, I, I, it's but, weird. I can sense that it, it it's get, it's going in that direction yeah, already. Yeah. Like I can tell. Like uh, like, do they have a payoff for this? Is there an ending to this side story here? Or, yeah, oh, okay. I mean, it's like the way I viewed it as I was playing was like, okay, this is interesting context to the character of Cole Phelps, and it 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 maybe actually helps that we don't get the full picture, like um, because it always kind of it lends this kind of tension to everything you do as Cole, where you're like, is is there an ulterior motive here? Like, is he really as straight-laced as the game is making him out to be? Like, um, yeah. And, and that that's an interesting tension. And the thing is, honestly, it's been quite a few years since I've played that game, so it's, so I'm a little hazy on the details. I just... I remember, I remember the ending of that game, <laughs> because... That's a hell of an ending. It's, uh, and I don't necessarily mean... I don't mean that in a bad way, yep. and I don't mean that in a good way. It's, uh, um, That's a great way to just kind of encapsulate the whole game, though, is, like, I can talk about every aspect of this game, and all of it's not... Neither... All of it will be neither good nor bad. Like, it's yeah. an asymmetrical, weird, mixed bag of weird shit like that. Like, it's, I kind of love it f- yeah. for how fucking weird it is. It's like a... This game is like a weird ramshackly robot made of various junk that doesn't necessarily all work together at once, but you still have fun with it. It's a weird thing. Like, yeah, it, combat mean, in this game is very stiff, not very good, <laughs> yeah, but exactly. you do it. It's like, <laughs> it, but then the the 
the interviews are great. Yep. Obviously, that's and you can tell by the way the graphics are. That's where the manpower <laughs> of this game went as the interiors on the talking. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I've never played such a buggy mess <laughs> that also looks kind of good half the time. Yeah. Like it. Oh man, that's the, that's the thing, man. It's it's like I I just really liked the the main things I liked about that game were were the setting, the characters the the interrogations obviously but like the way the story was structured like i say yeah. that kind of vignette style of like hey here's a case over the course of this bit, uh, over the course of this section you will solve that case and like that is that's kind of an open and closed book you know um but it's all contributing to this kind of wider thing um you know, I and like I say, I think the length does play like a good role role in that because it's it it it's not relying on you getting super invested in that overarching story. At the end of the day, it's like you're a cop, you're going, you're playing, or you're a detective, and you're solving these crimes, which is it's fun to piece together the the kind of elements of that yourself. And the game puts a surprising amount of trust in you to do that. Um, which I found kind of interesting because, I, like we discussed last week, the the problem is that regardless of how badly you fuck up, the game needs to get you to the next yeah. story beat. So, like, a lot of the time it'll be like, hey, you know, like, I, I just fucked this up entirely, but here's the, here's the, the perp, I guess, you know? And it's, uh, like, stuff like that happens a fair amount but there are some times where it's like hey you know like based on the evidence we've got what's our best shot here <laughs> you know it's uh and like the game kind of puts surprising amount of trust in you in some areas to kind of follow along with that logic and stuff um but at the end of the day if you fuck that up too much then it will just say fucking he's right there <laughs> like it's yeah um, it, it, so. it'll, it'll like the game immediately cuts to a cutscene and it's just like all right you're coming with me buddy even <laughs> yeah. even if you even if you uh answered all of their stuff with truth yeah it's like yeah, all yeah. right well you're under arrest and it's like <laughs> wait a minute that, i felt like it was going on a completely different direction sometimes <laughs> but then it's also like you know things like it'll get to the end and you think you've done really well like you've answered everything correctly you've behaved like a proper cop and stuff and then your your superior will go ah uh, you really fucked that one up cole uh, yeah. or, or, or it'll be like that's kind of great though because that 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 reminded me a bit of this is the police where right doing the right thing gets you chewed the fuck out by your superiors anyway <laughs> and that's I mean, kind of great it, it, here here it doesn't feel like uh, it doesn't it doesn't feel the same kind of you know uh, it's, it's not trying to tell the story of you're fucked if you do and you're fucked if you don't. Like, it's, oh yeah, definitely. It, it, it just feels like a bug or something like that. Where it's like that's true. I, I've I've been confused because there was yeah. one mission where I got a hundred percent of everything right. Yeah. And then he came in and he said, "Oh, like you know, like this isn't gonna work if you're not gonna play it my way or yeah, whatever." Yeah, and yeah. it was because I didn't. I, I booked the wrong. I get, there's a couple missions definitely where you can choose one or the other guy to book. Yes. Yes. And. I, I booked the guy who wasn't the easy, obvious choice. It was like he wanted me to, like, throw this homeless guy away with a big facial scar or something. And, he, you know, and the guy was terrifying and kind of kooky, but you could tell he was had PTSD and stuff. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. was probably talking out of his ass about half of it. So I, I did the other the other guy. And, you know, um, the way the game does it is, I guess, I assume if I picked the other guy, he would have it would have made me believe that he was guilty anyways. But... 
Yeah. The other guy came up and it, it all it, his story worked with my evidence. But then the chief of police comes in and says, I fucked up. Like, it was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, there, there are also like aspects where it'll go the other way and you'll have fucked up everything. And then, yeah. the, then the chief of police will come in. And it's like, hey, here's a promotion. And I'm like, yeah, I, I did shit there. <laughs> like, I don't deserve this. It's like, no, like we put away the ones who, like, yeah, like, uh, the homicide uh, chief is all dead set on like putting away commies. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, so like that factors into like almost super, all of his decisions about yeah, super homicide investigations. Yeah. 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 It's, it's great. Like, it's, um, it, like, that's the thing. There's, there's like so many, um, like interesting character quirks in this game that are just kind of like, you know, eked out from the scenarios and stuff. Um, and, like, they've picked a really nice slice of American history here. It's a very, like 1948 is a is a year I feel like isn't like like that little era after yeah, just is, just after World War Two yes but not the 60s yet is like a very yeah, kind yeah. of it's a very untouched upon especially in video games kind yeah, of era yeah. and I I've realized in playing this like um I thought I knew things about you know when America had certain things and I realized like oh like maybe I was a little fuzzy on that stuff yes. uh, at least in this era I was like surprised I, they had um. I forgot what I was surprised at in this game. There was something I was like, oh, I didn't know they had that stuff back then. It was kind of weird. It was like, eh, maybe, I don't know. It's gotten more interested in the, the late 40s, early 50s. You know what I mean? The, the, the attention to detail in that setting is, like, amazing. It's, yeah. it's super, super good. And, like, that's I went thing. to my house. I found uh, <laughs> my my address is literally one of the edges of the map they've given up to you. Like I found it. I was like, that's literally my I found the two streets. I found my my intersection. Um, Yeah, that was that's nuts. super good. That's great. It, it, my apartment did not exist back in 1948, <laughs> which makes sense because yeah. Yeah, that, that makes sense. No, yeah, I, I, I don't know. That's the thing. It's uh, it's even though it's not an open world game. Like just being in that world is is really great. It is it's super immersive just because like of that attention to. De- I, I I do think they like modeled it like off of like maps at the time or something like that. And uh, you know, so it's it, it, it's, it's yeah. weird to judge how much they've gotten right because the game isn't. They don't give you all of Los Angeles to play, and they give yeah. you like this weird diagonal slice that incorporates like five districts, but only fractions of those districts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like 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 my my address would be kind of definitely in the center of Los Angeles, but that's one of the edges of the game map in this game. So right. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fair enough. It deals with like the Hollywood kind of Upper Wilshire area. Right. Which, yeah. That's a cool setting for a game. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. Um. And, uh, yeah, it, it kind of, it goes, it goes for the, the kind of Mafia 2 thing as well. I, I can't remember if Mafia 2, I think they came out around about the same time, actually. Um, 2011 is LA Noir. And I, I think, believe, I think right? 2011 was also Mafia 2. Let me check that. Uh, no, 20, 2010 was Mafia 2. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, uh. Yeah, it's like it. it, it the Mafia Two goes for a, a a similar thing, which is you know, it's it's not an open world game, but being in the world makes you appreciate it. Like it makes you appreciate the setting so much more, just because it's 
it feels so authentic um and like that's a really important thing like it's 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 in the little details like you know um uh you know the products that they have and the adverts that you hear and stuff it's like it, it, it's little things that you don't necessarily notice as you're playing but if they were taken away you would notice like and yeah. that's that's the kind of attention to detail that makes a really good game and uh yeah so, like Ellie Noir is not a perfect game in a lot of ways oh, not at all like it's it's very there are times when i w- get frustrated with it um it seems weird that they have this system that like the game is revolves around hey look at these awesome facial the facial technology we have yeah yeah like and there are situations where you know like they were so confident in their facial technology that they're like well you're just going to be able to tell this person's lying by looking at their face and sometimes i maybe it's just me i have a hard time sussing some of these people out in this game sometimes like there was a guy uh i did the reefer madness mission right, last okay and it's about um, there's a soup place and they're they're canning a bunch of weed, you know, and selling yeah, it yeah, that, yeah. that way. And this the guy who owns it like clearly knows something, right? But his face is completely vacant of like any emotion when he talks, right? Like, like, yeah. like it, but but not in like a not in like a oh he's trying to be vacant like a video game vacancy. Like they just forget to animate him here like <laughs> so he's like like you call him on it. it's like you know exactly what's going on here and then there's that pause, and, you know he goes like ah you can't prove that officer and he sits there and they give you that time just kind of stare at their face while you're deciding what to say and yeah. yeah you know how like they kind of everyone when they lie in that game has like an obvious yeah facial they're, they're, twitch. they're like looking from side to side like Ooh. yeah <laughs> Some guy from Mad Men was just like straight up biting his lip every time he lied. Like it was an almost obvious tell. Ever. Yeah, uh, like, I, part part of me appreciates that they have tells and stuff like for each individual person, but some of them well, are the super you, obvious. You learn, you learn in the first couple because the first couple people you interview in that game are like overly fucking animated. They're just like, oh, hey, officer, who? They check over their shoulder every time they lie. Yeah, and stuff like it's just like, okay, this cat's <laughs> fucking guilty. Like. But then it's like they just decide, like, all right, here's a curveball. This guy has no emotion. It's like, oh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. There's nothing worse than getting the wrong sounding piano. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I, we mentioned it last week, but God, the sound. It, like, the, the, I, I, I still liken it to the, the, the thing where you fuck up in Papers, Please, where it's like, it cut, like you fuck. Have you played, have you played Papers, Please? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. It's 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 like the sound where like you fuck up the and then and you're like, oh Jesus, oh no. Um, I, I, but it's the same thing with this, where it's just the drone. Like when when you get something right, the drone builds up in a in a very consonant way with extra strings and stuff, and it makes you feel like okay, I'm doing this right. It feels great. And then when you get something wrong, it's like like just very light, but it's like. Oh, I, I, I messed that up, and uh, it's it's great. It's it's such a good way to just emphasize the kind of feeling of tension where, like, because it's it's like psychological warfare in a lot of ways. Like sometimes that is dumbed down by the kind of uncanny nature of the facial expressions. But at the end of the day, it's the structure of that is like it is a battle without any weaponry or fists being thrown you know which makes yeah. which makes the the actual combat that you partake in in that game feel really dumb it's because it's like 
you know, I, I we're engaging in much more effective combat through words. <laughs> like, um, yeah, it's uh, so I, I I don't know. I I I really like that game, and I would I, like talking about it. I really want to go back to it now. Um, but yeah, we'll see. It's cool. I, it makes me bum- team bondy doesn't exist anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the, that, That's I mean, kind of bummer. The the development of that game was fraught to say the least did, uh, from what i remember did, weren't they bankrupt by the time it was out or something like yes that? uh like rockstar bought them which basically saved the game from what i remember um oh man uh otherwise that game would not have come out um yeah there's like i mean it was it was all stuff like you know the devs were coming out and saying yeah we're working you know like 90 to 100 hour weeks and stuff like we're not leaving the office it's uh like we're not getting paid and shit like that. Like I may, I may be flubbing on the details there, but it's, uh, yeah, the story is out there and, uh, it was, it was fraught. Uh, but I, I am glad that that game came out and it came out the way it did because it's, it's very, very good. Um, I, I wish there was, I don't know, like th- this is how you do like a heavy rain style game, you know, yes, like do it like yes. this, like, it's like a, like, they, they they were onto something with this thing, and it feels like it's getting forgotten about. I guess I don't know. Like, there's never. Yeah. I, I, I'm not saying I want Ellie Noir too. I just want like this exact same engine being used and polish it up more. And yeah, yeah. Just give me like a Hitman style thing. Just give me a base platform game where you just keep adding extra detective missions to it. Yeah, over time. exactly. Ellie Noir as as services. <laughs> yeah, just give me like a couple like a handful of missions. It's yeah. like reading like a little mystery novel every couple of months or something. I mean, they have they have like some extra DLC episodes. I think. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think the Reefer Madness one was a yes, DLC yeah, yeah, one. Yeah. Uh, because um, I got like the whatever edition for like five dollars that had everything in it. And yeah, yeah. The DLC they don't like make a point to tell you when you're playing a DLC mission, but you can kind of suss it out because <laughs> you, the, the mission is very like weird. Like, like yeah, like the weed one had some weird story beats to it. Where, yeah, you know, like uh, it's a little crazy. Like there's like a false door in that mission. Like you <laughs> yes, pull on a yeah. fake can of soup and a fake door goes. Like okay, this is unlike the rest of the game completely. They had to. <laughs> You can tell they were trying to sell some DLC here. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, when you access the fucking Artorias DLC in Dark Souls, hey, you got to kill this enemy and then go to this bit of the map that has literally nothing else there, and there's an enemy there, and you fight him, and then you go and <laughs> you access a portal. And it's, yeah, it's... Uh, I, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I Now that we're talking about it, I'm just thinking, like, man really want to go back to that game but then i also don't have like the 20 hours that i need to yeah like like, i've put like 12 hours in that game already and it's like i don't feel anywhere close to being done i'm yeah yeah i don't feel i don't feel like i'm out of vice yet i I mean the thing is you are probably like generously you're maybe like two-thirds of the way through (laughs) like there's 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 a lot of game there it's it's um, i could see that i i I won't necessarily be mad if like in the next two hours of playing the game just wraps up entirely because like uh, yeah i I think i've i've played enough that like uh, you know if it ended now i wouldn't be mad they're they're they're, like i say towards the end it it maybe falls apart a little bit and um it, it, it you know maybe outstays its welcome a little but it's uh like like i say the the length works here in a lot of ways just because it builds up these characters it builds up these scenarios and it that helps you contextualize the stuff that happens in the wider narrative arc later on you know but um yeah 
like we say, it's, it's, it's far from perfect, but you there is something to the imperfections in that game that make it charming. It's the same thing with Mafia 2. It's like, that's a game that literally has you, you know, fucking carrying boxes and selling cigarettes out the back of a truck, stuff that shouldn't be fun, but, like, is because of how the game contextualizes it and stuff, and yeah, it's it's the same, it's a similar deal, you know, so. It's a, it's a game where you can pick up random garbage that has nothing to do with the case and just look at it, and. Yeah. <laughs> but then it also, and then, you know, like, you'll pick, they put all these, they litter the crime scene of all these empty bottles, and I, you, you just pick up every empty bottle and stare at it, and, and he'll he keep uh, saying to himself, no. this has nothing to do with the case, so, yeah. <laughs> or, keep dreaming, Cole, that's my favorite one, he says that to himself. <laughs> yep. Yep, it's really and good. Then, okay, there was a hilarious mission where, so like, a, a woman was dead, and it was like, blood force trauma to the head must have been a big blunt weapon, right? Yeah. I walk out to the, I walk, like, around the crime scene, I find, like, like a sledgehammer or a sh- big shovel in the bushes. He picks it up, and he stares at it, and he goes, eh, I don't think this has any relevance to the case, and he just puts it down. <laughs> Like, I thought, is ah, that not that's, that's a, exactly what we're looking maybe, maybe for? That's a little, <laughs> maybe that's a little premature, Cole. It's, yeah. Maybe don't write that off just yet. Like, oh, God. It's uh, weird. Yeah, like, the game is, oh, oh, found Dan Reichert as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is, he is in that game. Uh, He's got one voice line, too, or <laughs> in the cutscene, I think. He kind of yells something and... I pointed a gun at his character when he was walking away, and his character ran for his life into a house, but ran through the geometry. <laughs> oh god! Like it's it's buggy as hell, and there's there's a lot of fun stuff that happens when you try to mess with the AI in that game. Um, but oh god the uh, the weird the weird system of don't hit pedestrians you're a police officer but then sometimes they just let you kill like a couple yeah, yep, just, couple dozen people randomly yep, yep. uh you know uh, just uh, his, 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 how could you have avoided that <laughs> that's why i just make my partner drive me everywhere <laughs> yeah exactly oh man yeah it's uh, there's a lot of dumb shit in that game but it's a very it's a good neat game. game it's a neat if game if you want a if you want like a weird blended puree of kind of genres it's genre, it's genre blended kind of a, it's genre blended it's hobby grade is the next battle barn um, it's the dark souls of grand theft auto <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> podcast is over <laughs> canceling it um yeah no it, it's it's uh it's a it's a very good game. You can get it for a prox. Like they, at this point, they'll probably pay you to play it. Um, Every month, that game seems to be yeah. bargain bin priced. Yeah, which exactly. is awesome. Like more people should play this game. I I I slept on it. And I feel guilty for sleeping on it. Yeah, yeah. It's it, like I I mean I played it a few years after it came out and felt guilty that I slept on it. Um, so yeah. Um, yeah. I just remember this game was like the the talk of the town. I remember preview images up the ass with this game, and I oh, remember of course, yeah, it was. And it was this game just was gonna that. be the shit, and then it came out, and it was like, oh, that was okay, and then like everyone moved on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I I love this. Like, I, it's like, really good. It's really. I've really never good. loved such a broken, faulty thing before. Well, deadly premonition. Yeah, I was gonna but, you say. Know, it's like. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, that's, that's that's cool that you're that you're playing it. Um. Because yeah, that's that's a game that. 
like I, I I kind of played and then I felt like I really didn't have anyone to talk about it with, even though there's a lot that deserves yeah. to be talked about. It's, so yeah, it's uh it's, it's cool. Um but yeah, have you been playing anything else or Yeah, I um Oh, let me check my I I usually write notes because I always forget a game I've played. Yeah. Every single episode of this podcast I've like <laughs> withheld information from everybody because I have like neglected to bring up a game <laughs> um god oh god uh oh yeah okay so I, this isn't a final game but i played the uh i was given the code for the ukulele toy box which is ah, yes which is a given out to backers i believe only uh i was given it because of the goof with the wii u i, I ordered a wii u backers pledge or whatever and you know the wii u uh what happened happened to the Wii U. And I, then, uh, I ordered I ordered one. <laughs> Hamish ordered a Wii U and they said, oh, you know, fuck this. We're not going to release it on this platform. Fuck uh, the writing on games guy. He's going to he's 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 tear this game this. apart. Yeah. <laughs> and so they said, fuck that. Um, all right, everyone with a Wii U, you, you get to choose a new console. And so I picked Steam because don't have the others. And um, then they said, okay. And also uh, to make up for the, the confusion, you get to also, you get the toy box, which you didn't pay for it, but here you go. And so cool. Yeah. Free toy box. It's um, for those who don't know what the hell the ukulele toy box is. Cause I had to like research it heavily before. Cause I had no idea what it was. Yeah. It's just a big demo. Um, very <laughs> simple geometry, like in a grid world, you know? So, so, um, it's, so it's almost kind of like, like a kind of BeamNG dot drive situation. Like where, yeah. yeah. Yeah, where you're just bit. kind of yeah. So, so like, is is there, is there like, is it a level? Like, do you complete it, the level? It's one level, yeah. Um, it does not save. So okay. I've like, um, and you'll you'll see why that's a problem in a second when <laughs> when I inform you that this this um this piece of early early build software is very buggy. Like, yeah, we're yeah. not. See, when I'm playing the game, like the gameplay is. Tight, razor tight. It's exactly what you wanted out of your next banjo kazooie, your third banjo kazooie game you never got, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is this is how an N sixty four era three D platformer should play in this day and age. Feels good. Except that this, I've never had so much trouble getting something to run on my computer <laughs> before. I before finally getting this to run, right. and now even even after all the tinkering I did, it still has problems. Like. The audio in this demo is completely garbled distortion, like on a high end too. So it's like, yeah, the Platonic logo makes this twinkly sound when it starts, right? Uh, but yeah, it, so- yeah. it sounds like someone has taken pot shots with like a very, yeah, like it's like yeah. it's it it gets like into your spine. It's like yeah. that type of frequency. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like kind of almost like nails on chalkboard level. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. so like, I had that. You know, I had my. I was all ready to crank up the you know, give me my Grant Kirkhope and all these crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just give me. Just I crank, need that xylophone. <laughs> yeah, dun, 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 you know, like there's all that crap. It's like, <laughs> like it's. I was I was ready to blast some xylophone to my neighbors, and instead I got a crazy <laughs> megaphone <laughs> noise project. <laughs> just <laughs> like that the entire game. Oh, we're back. We're this is our power violence minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might as well have just been. It it sounded like you were just up front at a power violence show trying to talk to somebody. 
<laughs> oh god uh, then i, I yeah. plugged in headphones that seemed to alleviate the problem which it's not the first time i've had that problem with the game yeah but, you know i'll take it with a grain of salt this is a uh you know it's a it's a this is meant to just show you what how the game is going to feel and play and they do and there is a little robot man I, I love that the tutorial guy's name is inept because I thought he said I'm inept and I said yes this entire thing is quite inept so far <laughs> like it's like well named hi, hi I'm a piece of trash <laughs> yeah he pops out of a hole and he's like hey man if you how you liking the camera angles go to Platonic forums and tell us how you like the camera angles yeah tell us if they're shit like me it's... the the discussion board on Steam seems to think the camera is shit in this game and I I, I disagree okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm a guy who seems to be sensitive to bad camera angles, and this doesn't... What games are you guys playing? This is fine. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hubbub is. Yeah, the, the, the underwater the... controls could be a little better, maybe? Okay. Little... Yeah, they remind me kind of like of like... Yeah, I guess they really just are the banjo underwater controls, where you kind of stay still underwater, and then you slowly pan up or down to change direction. I mean, that's a little annoying. that's kind of what you want. Like yeah yeah that's the thing okay like okay yeah here I'll put it super blunt and easy for y'all um if you wanted banjo kazooie I got some great news for you but you, you you got it you got your N64 3D platformer this is it you got it and you're gonna also, be very happy when this game rolls around like also if perhaps, you wanted to collect a thon <laughs> yeah like seriously like well like that's the thing people are like like oh it's just the same old collect a thon it's like well yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the whole point of this project. The, yeah, yeah, that's like the whole thing is that it's so X, scratch that itch. X rare devs coming to yeah. make a thing that they were celebrated for making before. Like these guys haven't put a project together like this since about. You could argue that nuts and bolts was maybe the last hurrah of, but even then that was a mixed bag of old guard and new guard yes, working on the yeah. game together. But like this is. I don't think these guys or a game like this has been made since I want to say Conquer. I mean, would you uh, not D- DK sixty consider... four technically? But I think Conquer was the last one they made, right? Or yeah, for the, I mean, it was I mean, the are, newest are, one. Are, are you just talking about those devs specifically? This kind of collection of guys and uh, crafting style, I guess, is well, like it's very. I was, I was thinking, you know, like those games, like you have what was it, Grow Home, Grow Up, like those games are kind of scratching that itch to a certain extent aren't they the toy box gave me very big grow home uh flashbacks but okay this game feels better control because there was a weird gimmick to grow home where yeah. bud the whole thing was like bud feels funny when he, he's like he walks around like a heavy drunk guy you know he's got yeah. he's got a he's got some sway to him and he's got weight yeah and momentum he, he can't exactly like stand on his own in certain like he can't he, he like topples over hills and stuff you know? like yeah he yeah. can't which is cool, and it works for that game, because he's got the weird kind of weighty climbing thing, and it works for that. It's yes. like Donkey Kong King of Swing style shit. Yes. Kind of weird, left, right, left, right. And this is straight up just run, double jump, hold at the top of that double jump for your for your character on your back to help you glide. You know, it's... Yeah, yeah. Hell, the... I swear to God, you're... I, I don't know which one's Yuka and which one is Laylee, to be honest. <laughs> um, but the, the bat on your back makes some straight up Kazooie noises. Right. Okay. Like, 
Do you, do you remember Banjo Kazooie? Oh, like I, 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 a fair I, amount. I, I played very little of Banjo Kazooie at a friend's house once. That is my experience of Banjo Kazooie. Um, so there was a power up in that game that you get early in the first world, where it's like Kazooie pops out of your backpack and uses her feet to run up like steep inclines. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you know because Banjo can't do it by himself, and like the noise that that bird makes. When you're doing that in the N64 game, I swear is coming out of this bat. It's like the exact same audio clip is coming out of this bat when you Excellent. do that. That the, the, this game's equivalent of that move, which is the bat rolls on top of the chameleon dude, like on a ball, and you can just do that throughout the entire level. And you that's how you get around super fast. And that that's like it. Feel, it all feels perfect. That's the yeah. I've, I mean, like the controls again, again, in this are nice. Like it's really good. I mean, yeah. It just it kind of just seems like this is. Like, if you wanted this thing, that's what it is. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I mean, which is kind of refreshing, though, because it's normally like, OK, we've made that thing you're all raving for, except these couple of things. Like, <laughs> like there's always a catch. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, but this, you know, and then you'll get you'll get your uh, retrospective reviews this year talking about how the original banjo had the soul, you know, and the ukulele's <laughs> got nothing, you know, you know. Yeah, how it goes. yeah, yeah. Pun- uh, this pun- game, pundits, Nico. <laughs> yeah, those pundits, you yeah. know. Hey, in retrospect, Ocarina of Time is actually the worst Zelda game. You know, like that. Here's that why crap. you're wrong. Like top. Five I was born reasons. in the year 2000. Here's why this game that came out before I was born is bad. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's like okay. Prepare for a lot of print publications or online publications. You know, printing a lot of that stuff because they need they need them clicks. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, um, yeah. But th- this game. I can already tell half the people who are going to approach and review this game are going to be like, it's the same old shit. And if that's how you're going to come at it, don't even review this game. Yeah, like, I yeah. mean, what's the point? You know, I mean, that's, that's, this game ain't for you. It's yeah. for people. It's it's for people who funded this game. Yes, you know, exactly. like, honestly, that's, that's people a, like uh, me. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I I was never like huge on the whole collectathon 3D platformer thing. Like totally understandable, so, you know, so like so when people were kind of going nuts over ukulele, I was always just kind of like, yeah, it looks all right. Like, but you know, I, 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 I am excited that you are getting the game you want. Like, it's yeah. That, yeah. Like, like I, I was one of those guys who at a very young end, I saved that false image of banjo three E for the GameCube, that fake Photoshop yeah, image yeah, yeah. and like kept it in a folder on my desktop <laughs> and, and stare at it and be like, man, I wish this came out. Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm I'm one of those guys. Like I liked Donkey Kong sixty four, yeah. despite the fact that I can totally own up to the fact that that game is that's a design mess. That game is not designed well, but like <laughs> I still like it. You yeah. know, like whatever. Like like what you like. I guess. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yes, and collect like, a lot of feathers that have eyes that talk to you. <laughs> yep. And go and tell Platonic what you think of their bad audio, as I did. <laughs> now did you? Just like this, uh, yeah, I, went, I just went to the discussion shit. thing, I and I was like, "Hey, <laughs> yeah." I was like, "Hey, not trying to be like rude. Like, I love this so far, but uh, sound sounds like a bag of dicks, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not trying to be rude, but you're old pieces of shit, and I hate." I trying to be weird. Three awesome video game composer guys, but your your music sounds like a tin can <laughs> falling down a cliff or something. <laughs> what you need, what you need to do is send that that work over to Hamish Black of writing on games. He'll sort that right out for you yeah that's what i thought i was like you need to noise gate this or something Hamish. this is bad this is too high frequency 
<laughs> oh man yeah no it's, i mean that's a, that's that's that like for all the problems that that toy box seems to have like it it seems like that game is on track to deliver what people want and they have some time maybe to sort out those issues i guess i mean uh, like yeah they, they, i'm they, coming they, to the toy box a little late so i'm i imagine this build was done months yeah, ago yeah 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 so yeah. surely these guys they, they, these know. guys have a track record that's pretty damn good. So and, and, I, I, and whenever, whenever you're talking about issues in a video game, chances are the devs know. <laughs> it's like yeah, and, you know. And, and also, my my audio problem. It wasn't the end of the world. Uh, the solution was I plugged in a USB headset, and it seemed to bypass that audio issue. It, it, it seemed like more of an issue of the game interacting with my speakers or something. You know, yeah, like, yeah. Sometimes that happens. Uh, yeah. There you go. <sighs> Cool. Where there's a where there's a will, there's a way. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, like aside from that, I guess the the one other thing that I've been playing is a game that came out yesterday. Well, like well, we're recording this on Wednesday, depending on when you listen to it. Like you're like maybe different. Like, um, oh, I totally forgot about this game. Yeah. How, yeah. Uh, this this is a game. Mood ca- changed. This is a game called Night in the Woods. Um, this is, uh, it, like, it's kind of an adventure game, I guess. Like, you, it, you're, it's side-scrolling, um, you know. It's not like point-and-click or anything. Um, it's, the look is fantastic. It is brilliant. Um, it's gorgeous. Yeah, it, it, like, the, the character designs are amazing. Um Looks like a Nickelodeon. Um, no, or did you guys ever get Nick Jr. in the UK? Uh, yeah. Like the, the morning block that was aimed yeah, at kind of yeah, like the yeah. five year olds. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I don't mean that as a knock against the game. I just mean it, it reminds me of like those those, those really kind of cool looking yeah, yeah, kid it, shows in the day. That lo- it looks like it's almost made out of uh, construction paper to me. Totally. I don't know. Yeah, I, like yeah, it, it feels very kind of like it feels very handcrafted. Like that, yeah. that's probably it's probably a, a kind of lazy way to describe it but you get what i mean it's, it's it feels like looks like a, a cutesy human, a human indie hand collage all of this stuff you know it's uh, looks like a cute wes anderson credits montage yeah, or something yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, i mean totally, yeah. yeah um and uh the so i i've only played like you know about maybe two and a half hours of it so far like i'm only you know i'm kind of um i'm on the second chapter and it's like i'm 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 being very careful with my words here just because you know last week i was very very harsh on for honor and that turned out to be kind of you know like wrong on my part in a lot of ways um so you know i i am i am i am definitely going to give this game more of a chance there are things i really like about it so far the look is the most interesting part um you basically you play as this little cat like this kind of anthropomorphized cat um like i mean the whole thing is the uh, is it's a town full of uh anthropomorphized animals and stuff um and you like you're playing a cat called may and uh she is um she's a college dropout like she she left town and you start the game and she's come back um and and you know she's just kind of like trying to get settled back into her town and um like what what i really like about the world building of the game is that it does something i really like with 
a lot of fiction, which is the idea of mixing... Uh, you know, I, I really enjoy, like, magical realism, which is, like, when you have characters that have a diff a slightly different um objective they experience a different objective reality to what we experience and the differences there are like are are super interesting and stuff like night in the woods mixes the the kind of really like childlike um joyous cartoon style with uh a gruelingly mundane atmosphere which is you know like this is a game about a college dropout who is coming to terms with the fact that you know she is kind of in a state of arrested development like you know she's coming back to a town where everything is the same as as she left it although the people there like she, she she kind of has this idea that you know hey you know I've I've been away and I've seen all this stuff um but I've come back and like and everyone's kind of just moved on with their lives but they're moving on with their lives within the framework of a town that is you know there's no jobs like business is not doing well it's uh it's it's just it's people trying to get by it's a very you know for lack of a better term it's a very human story um and like there's a lot that there, there's there's a lot that i can relate to in may's character in terms of like feeling kind of detached from your your home and your surroundings and stuff like that and it's it's super interesting yeah. in that sense and like um the the writing is for the most part very good um it's there's a lot of funny moments in there and the characters all have very unique unique personalities and they're they're kind of eking stuff out of these characters that um you know maybe there's more depth to them than meets the eye and stuff and that's it's, it's great my problem is that there really is not much to the game mechanically. Um, it's and it, that for that reason, it's a very very slow burn. It's it's you know I've been playing for two and a half hours, and it's only kind of just now that they're maybe hinting at you know previous events and stuff that happened, and like hey maybe this character is slightly darker than we than you initially envisioned and stuff. Um, but again that's like two and a half hours to get to hints of that like uh and all you're doing is walking to places you're you're walking to people you're talking to people and that's kind of it and like it's it's hard because it's like i get what the game is going for like it feels very aimless but that fits in thematically with the sense of like hey this character is aimless you know she's a college dropout she's kind of got no prospects because no one in the town has prospects like um the like you know there's a lot of points where people that are are younger than her are calling her a child you know and it's uh and and stuff like that it's it's you know it it kind of thematically that fits but it, it it's just not gripping me in the way that I maybe expected it to like i was i was very excited about this game it, like just the aesthetic and uh what i'd heard about it, it was all very good and stuff um but yeah it, it's it, like we were talking about this last night and i hate using the price thing as as a 
as an argument because it, like really if a game is worthwhile then it doesn't matter how much it costs or you know how long it takes to complete or whatever but it's like i feel like there is a a very distinct subset of indie games now which are like 20 bucks and mm-hmm. like it kind of feels like you're playing a book <laughs> you know <laughs> it's yep. um it, book games yeah and it, like there's nothing inherently wrong with that i guess like do what you want to do but it, like i say there just feels like there's been a lot of that kind of thing like in like inside is a slightly different example but like inside very much felt like inside had some clout though though didn't it like because it's like it comes it, it it comes in and it's got like like oh we know who made this you know and so yeah. you immediately can you can be like you can justify it because limbo made game of the year lists you know so <laughs> yes. maybe you know inside I, is yeah i mean but the, the thing is like it. for me inside was like playing a movie that had like felt like it had an obligation to also be a game and like it was that kind of clash of i i of media identity that was that caused me to like have a have issues with that game um yeah fail states betrayed inside kind of in my opinion yeah. like, like having the ability to like get drowned by that thing in in some of the puzzles or you know like it, it was it was like hey you know like we didn't forget about you here's a puzzle and then they yeah, yeah. it's it's like they but then they yeah. added tedium to it all, all and it's like that what you didn't need to do that we were having a great time and the flow yeah. now just got ruined he, yeah. and, and uh, the whole thing with inside was you know even in the parts where it was you 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 realize that it's all rigorously programmed that the most tense moments are all programmed to have a certain thing happen at a certain time to make it feel like you're only just making it but really they like yeah. that's all planned in advance and stuff but my point my point is you know not to get too much into inside it's is my point is that like that was another game that was like like 20 dollars or something like that 15 quid and um it's it's a game that felt like maybe a game isn't the best medium for it you know what i mean like it's maybe not yeah. taking maybe not making the most of of what the medium has to offer you know and uh but, but then it but then what is it is it just a yeah, exactly. digital comic i guess yeah, like a mo- mo- moving yeah. comic i guess you call them but, i mean yeah. like I, I mean the thing is though with with night in the woods from what i've seen so far i could see that being a, like an animated like a series of animated shorts you know like the the style like there there doesn't there doesn't really seem to be like much in the way of like puzzle solving at all like there's a couple of very very light ones like at the start and then since then i haven't really come across any like literally it's it's been like walk to the person talk to the person and that's it and there's been like a mini game where you play in a band practice at one point you play this like weird facsimile of a smith song <laughs> and uh um <laughs> it is uh uh yeah and it's it, i don't know it's but like 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 i say i could i could see this doing away with interactivity altogether and just being like a kind of animated thing because the style of it is super it would, would suit that really well um but you know who's to say i'm a couple of hours a couple of hours in might end up turning around on it i will is there is there like a can you lose that game is there uh, no 
No, no, no. There's no I, like, no, oh, you fucked this up. Oh, no, you fucked up what, talking. No, not from what I've seen. Um, it does. It, there are dialogue choices, but it's like super limited things. You know, like to say that it's super limited is not a, a, a like a mark against it or whatever because you know there's games like kentucky route zero that offer you know dialogue choices that don't change the wider plot but they they contextualize the events in a certain way that you get to choose like it is you know um uh there's like moments where you're talking to you know your mom or whatever and she's saying like are you okay and uh and you can either say like uh yeah i'm fine or what do you mean and it's like Ugh. like little things like that but there's just slight slight ways that that changes the flow of the conversation that you know are, are interesting and like help you can like i've talked about this in regards to like firewatch in some of my videos like choices don't need to be like world altering or whatever they just need to help you contextualize a character in in a in a in a more personal way like um and sometimes those smaller choices end up being end up increasing your connection to what's happening um because you're creating the context there um and yeah it's uh i don't really know if night in the woods is is successful with that like the the dialogue choices seem completely arbitrary at this point like not even like really you know can textualizing much outside of like the sentence that follows it you know it's um yeah so yeah i don't know it's um yeah it's 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 a weird one i i I, like i say i will definitely be giving it another chance but right now i'm i'm not feeling it hugely um would you not recommend this at this point in time i mean at this point it's hard it's hard to say at this point like you know if you were excited about this game you've likely already got it because this is a mm. game that was like it, it, it wasn't like getting you know super mainstream kind of marketing or hype or anything but a lot of people were very very excited for this game and a lot of the people that i know that were very very excited for this game have continued to be very excited for this game having now played it um i just don't know if it's just not clicking with me yet or whatever but we'll see we'll see it'll um I'll definitely be playing that um, to completion. So, um, and I'm 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 formulating ideas for a video on it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of everything that I've played. And unless there's anything else that you have played, um, uh, yeah, been been going back. Um, I've been messing around my retro a bit, so I've been oh, checking yeah, yeah. out, uh, got my, uh, effectively turned my PC into an N64 now. Got my, uh, The ultimate upgrade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is gonna be good. Instead of a keyboard, I've got an N64 controller. <laughs> uh, the, the, I don't know why, but the novelty of just ha- sitting at my PC holding an N64 controller is... <laughs> it's not worn Something off else, man, I love it. <laughs> I don't know, it's, I feel like such an idiot. Yeah, having an N64 controller will do that to you. I I was playing random other games on, like, Steam with it, too. (laughs) Just trying it on. I tried to play SWAT 4 with it just to see (laughs) what living on the moon was like. (laughs) Oh, God. 
<sighs> that, that sounds fucking dreadful. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone should do it once. <laughs> gotta live that. Gotta live that thrill. You'll get. You'll get some stories from it at least. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's cool. I mean, like, what? How is the retro thing been holding up? It's been good. I've now I know I know how to use it now. <laughs> <I've>, uh, <laughs> that helps. Yeah, I don't know. There was always emulation. Always, I understood the gist of emulation, but I've always had like kind of problems with it, like you know, right? Okay, getting everything running swimmingly the way I wanted it exactly. But this finally, I've gotten there. Cool, excellent. And um, yeah, it's it's weird seeing N sixty four games brushed up so much, right, on a screen like this, and the emulators just kind of they they, they must be polishing them up because like I. Or maybe it's just, you know, actually viewing a game like this on an HD screen for once. Yeah, yeah. It's it's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I like it. Uh, Excellent. Going to do something with that technology very soon yeah. within the week. And uh, you going to stream also. Yeah. And if also anyone has like requests for very specific N64 games, I probably have anything you could ever request. So Excellent. I'm into that. We, we, um, we, we've got to do another stream at some point. Yeah, we never did Hokkaido. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and the blind play of that is just uh, we're well, we're well past that. I'm like at mastery level twenty of that level now. So. <laughs> oh, we should, we should we should do a stream of uh, professional mode. Get to get to mastery level twenty on something, and then stream Ooh, professional mode. It's that'd be good. It's it's a it's a wild ride. Um, but, is, the, uh, is the Christmas thing gone forever, or do I keep that? I th- it, I, like... I, I, I think that's still there. Um, yeah, I want to find Santa. That's like a thing I wanted to do, and <laughs> I learned on like a I think it was a giant bombcast recently. Right. That uh, I think it was Brad Shoemaker said uh, that Santa can just teleport, which yes, I didn't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which explains so much about that level because I I swear like I was running around the corner because I I heard him and then I'd run and there'd be nothing there. I love that game. You know what? You know what, Nico? I said this multiple times. You know what? Need we need to stream and like me help you with fucking Killer what? Seven. <laughs> Come on, Nico. Get get Dolphin streaming. <laughs> I got. Uh, oh oh yeah. I I guess I, that's what I meant when I said Retro as well. I, I I I roped in the Dolphin with that. I just didn't say it. All. Oh, yeah, okay, the cool, Dolphin right, works, yeah, and I excellent. um I now have the means to uh. Have the greatest controller of all time working on my, uh, you know, the GameCube. <laughs> Your favorite. Oh, the, be- the 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 greatest controller that no one should ever hold ever. It's... The pinnacle of gaming. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, whatever. That's whatever you say, Nico, Whatever you say. I like. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a great controller. <laughs> Anyone who says otherwise is a questionable chap at best. Who and... needs to get good. Yeah, get good. <laughs> it's like fucking Estonian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well, I guess uh, if that's uh, all we have been playing, yeah. then um, let's move. We're not playing around here, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're not playing around. We're newsing around because it's the news. <laughs> Wrap that noose of news around my neck and give me the facts. <laughs> Jesus Christ! One day we'll have a one day we'll have a news catchphrase, but it's probably not that one. <laughs> the noose of news. Oh, 
Oh, God. Uh, speaking of noose, um, the noose is tightening around uh, digital <laughs> homicide. Uh, that's actually... That's a great one. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably redeemed all past sideways. <laughs> yeah. Last week, they got really bad. I can't remember any, but they were... <laughs> they were B- back the cum snake, anyone? <laughs> That, that was that was like that wasn't even a segue, but it might as well that, have been. That was a joke. <laughs> I don't even know what I was. Do- I went back and re-listened to me saying that, and I I have no idea what I was doing there. <laughs> that was a long podcast. We we got long podcast. I drink cold brew coffee nowadays on these things, and I <laughs> takes me into another consciousness. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. So as as my energy level dips, yours rockets. Mine, mine begins to get progressively more and more cracked out as we go on. So yeah, it's good. <laughs> oh, but um, but yeah, this is a thing that has happened uh, uh, years, Jim's- man. This has been going on for years. Yeah, it's, it's well, uh, uh, about a year. Well, oh the the, uh, the, the actual the lawsuit, the, the but lawsuit, the, yeah. the fighting with, between these two parties since twenty fucking fourteen. That That's- is. Fucking crazy! I remember, I remember where I was sitting down when I first saw the the big the Digihom video that exploded yeah, into this yeah, mess, yeah. and I remember laughing my ass off. But I remember I never thought it would we'd be here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah. Basically, uh, if if you're not aware, then this was a whole thing where Jim Sterling, <coughs> excuse me, um, made a video uh, criticizing. Uh, well, he's made multiple videos criticizing uh, Digital Homicide, which is the developer who just puts out fucking shovelware shite. Big quote, big quotation marks around developer. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's a lot of, you know, stolen uh, assets and stuff uh, just released and broken fucking games and everything. And uh, basically, uh, this was kind of like the first really big thing like this to happen on YouTube. Like, obviously you had, like people issuing you know dmca takedowns and stuff for videos that they thought harmed their business or whatever but this was like the first real like lawsuit to do with you know games critics uh and in in terms of youtube games critics rather um from what i can remember i can't really remember if there's anything else Um, there's been there's been people who have like submitted to the courts i believe right okay you know tried to press charges and stuff like that and it it, it never gets anywhere yeah and yeah. yeah this is the one that this is the I guess this is the first time that the YouTuber in question had to kind of maybe start sweating a bit when... Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that, was, that was the kind of the worrying thing about this was like, holy shit, this is actually going to court and this could win because there was that... like the whole If thing they that, win, that would have been bad for a lot of people yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, like, because, uh, I mean, first off, they were suing for $10 million dollars originally that then went up to yeah. 15 million accusing him of assault <laughs> libel and slander and I, even if it was true where does that 5 million come from where's the 15 million come from so it's, the thing is it was like so this whole thing this is a fucking saga like most of you listening probably know about it um but it's quite it, well known nowadays is like yeah over I the mean, last few, it's yeah it's been his uh, uh the the video is his um if you're not like subbed to him thing i think it's like his main pinned up video on his channel for yeah. like two years now the the, the og one because it was like the slaughtering grounds video went up then they put up a video that was reviewing the reviewer 
um, and, and then there was classic. also there was that interview or the the the, quote the shouting debate. match over Skype. Oh god, that was like the most fucking awkward, horrible thing to listen to because that guy oh. is like that guy's a father. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I brought up he had like three kids or something, and you just immediately it stopped kind of being funny there. Yeah, all of a sudden, it, it was it, like it, like shit, man. Like because because you know the re- the reviewing the reviewer video was like it, you know you could all it was it was bad it was a very very bad look but it was still like funny then it was like hey this developer's being an idiot <laughs> but then when it started getting like okay there's this guy has yeah. kids and then he's also a, as soon as I he's heard also his voice, a maniac it's, yeah well it's like it's one of those guys like he he does come off kind of like a hostile kind of loon doesn't yeah, he yeah. but he's like you can tell he's the kind of guy uh, that get voice. like fighty when he gets drunk you know what I mean? Like he, 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 the guy sounds clearly like kind of poked by something. Like, 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 like he's. I always remember listening to that interview, and the dude sounds like he's already at his wits' end. Yes, yes. Like, like, like this shit had been building up before Jim Sterling came along, and it made the slaughtering grounds video. Like, you could just tell that guy really wanted to be a developer. Like, you can. Yeah, yeah. But for whatever reason, decided to go down a route that was just stealing things and yeah, reposting it, it and then claiming, like, full-on ignorance to that fact, I mean, even though you'd have to know what you were buying. Like, what, what he was saying throughout the whole thing was that, like, this is his business that he is making a living off and stuff, and I'm like, who's buying these fucking games? Like, it's- Yeah, I, I once got a coupon, just, like, a cold coupon that was, like, 90% off of a random digital homicide game, which would have made yeah. the game cost one cent, and, it, <laughs> and then they did that... They slashed all their prices one time and made all their games like a dollar or or you could give them two dollars and you'd get like nine of their games or some crazy yeah, shit yeah. like that. It was nuts. So like, how are you making money off that? Yeah. Like and the funny and the weird thing about that was Jim Sterling probably inadvertently gave them some business for a while back when yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a lot less hostile environment. And then it, and then it became like, no, fuck these guys. Like totally. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, there was the, the novelty of we got to check out Slaughtering Grounds now. We'll look yes. at the video like, you yeah. know. And, and, you know, like, they were accusing him of, like, you know, actively hurting their business and stuff, even though Sterling was out there saying, you know, hey, don't harass these people. Just fucking, like, I'm just pointing yeah. out that these games are bad. <laughs> like, uh, you know, and these people That's are the fucking hacks. Like, it's... <sighs> it's like, say what you will about Jim Sterling. I know he's got haters and lovers and all I, this I, stuff, I, but... I, I am not his biggest fan. Like, in... I've, I've fallen off of him in recent years, I've got to say. I used yeah. to really like him a lot more than I do now. That's not to say I dislike him at all. I, I believe I mean, I'm still subscribed. I, I just don't... I, I, I find I, myself I, watching I, Jimquisition less and less, I, you know? I, I think I think, I think our main problem with it is that... I, I don't know, I, like, I, this might, like... His writing on his site is actually sometimes quite interesting, the way he reviews games and everything. Um, but I, I don't know if it's maybe just the nature of what he has taken on is like that a lot of the time he's just saying the same shit. Like you know, it, 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 like like I say, that might not that like that's maybe not him. It's just the idea that every single week he has to come through or when he's doing his green light stuff, he has to say you know, fucking. I've said this shit a million times and I will keep saying it until it's until something is done here because like this is like but at the end of the day it doesn't necessarily make me want to watch his stuff <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, yeah and I he seems like I, I a nice guy some, like it's you know he I, seems nice but I find some of his content to be like uh, what's the word uh, like he's trying to start a fight out of people like like, like 
like I'm, I'm not trying like he released something on the switch earlier like a couple videos ago and it just seemed like he was trying to get combat started <laughs> like, it was like <laughs> yeah like which you know that th- there's totally room for that it's just that ain't my cup of tea it's, these days yes. I, I i find myself kind of less interested in people who who make their argument that way where it's like it's, well it, look at how fucking stupid nintendo is it's, you know it's, it's like it, okay it's hard for me to separate that from the kind of you know the angry rants youtubers and stuff like that like yeah is, is, and that stuff that just doesn't interest me like usually like usually jim's take on things is you know pro kind of, consumer consumer first and foremost and yeah but it's, it's usually we, i guess we're kind of anti-consumer compared to him <laughs> you know what i mean because like we're really like we i don't know i don't always think that the consumer is fucking right as someone who's worked retail yeah exactly the customer is not always right so like that's, that's my that's, that's my main thing it's like like yes i am a consumer i but the point is that for me the whole pro consumer thing is like i don't need someone to fucking tell me that like you know steam greenlights maybe not the optimal way to do things or you know like early access is a bad thing like i fucking know this shit i'm not gonna buy into it like if you like part, part of my view is be a better consumer like it's it's not necessarily that i'm anti-consumer it's just like just have some smarts about this stuff you know what i mean like just like read up read things like keep yourself caught up do with some research about the shit you claim to like yeah like yeah you like, know that's all it is just... don't just don't just throw your money at anything like is that seems obvious to me so it's like whenever someone comes up and it's like oh this is anti-consumer i'm like no be a better consumer like is be smarter than this you know it's, you always um, get that stuff thrown your way because because I, I always say like like people always react negatively when i say like oh you're getting mad because a business did what businesses do and yeah it's like oh, and it, like yeah. yeah like that's that's not to say that like i i am pro fucking business or corporations or whatever i'm, oh, a, fucking, I'm a fucking so i'm a fucking socialist like borderline fucking communist <laughs> it's like communist communist yeah i'm a communist i'm a bolshevik um uh, <laughs> uh you know like yeah, i i i am super left-wing i would really rather not have that but the point is it's like through my through my stances on this stuff, I know that businesses do not have my best interests at heart, so it's no is in no way surprising to me when shit like this gets pulled. I don't need, you know, the fucking pundits to tell me that shit is bad. So when when someone is basing their entire fucking YouTube career off of just saying stuff like that, like fine, like do what you want, but it doesn't interest me in the slightest you know it's like because yeah yeah, i know this shit because i'm not because i'm i'm not blind to the way business works i'm not like you know whenever we talk about like konami and stuff like it may be it may seem like smug when we're saying you know uh you guys didn't see this coming but it's like you know really like you did you like the whole thing about you know konami's profits going up like when everyone was going like oh fuck konami like did you like my view is like did you really think that you were altering anything with that like it's yeah it's it's a mess and it's just like my point is that jim sterling kind of represents that like super like a lot of what jim sterling is saying is super obvious to me that said the digital homicide thing was clearly fucking lunacy like like on every single level like they attempted to sue like a hundred individual steam users 
which then was like got Valve them, took them, got them booted off, Steam. off yeah. Steam, yeah. And it's like, so you know, like it was scary there for a minute because there was a thing that everyone was thinking, like, you know, I mean, even Jim was like, you know, it's it's not as cut and dry as a court looking at this and saying this is nonsense, like. You know, I mean, for one, a lot of courts probably don't understand the 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 nuances of you know online video based video game criticism and stuff like that, and how it, like how it, like everyone was saying, you know, it's fair use, it's fair use, and it's like uh, there's there's again there's nuance to the way that that stuff is handled in court. Like you can't just say it's fair use because then everyone would say like they'd upload movies and say it's fair use because it's because I don't know, I uploaded it to YouTube. I turned the it's, image right. Fair use. I was gonna play five minutes of this for my class tomorrow, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I upload the whole thing just in case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's so you know like that that was the worry that perhaps the the kind of the points at which the legality of everything perhaps falls behind where people are currently at in terms of technology and criticism and how the two mix and everything like that was the worry that that would bite him in the ass and that would then set a precedent for critics saying things about people's games and everything and that's that was scary but luckily it the the court saw reason and uh dismissed it with prejudice um which means that, from what I understand, that means like I'm not I'm not a fucking legal expert. What I, what I understand that means like they can't then like that will just get fucking thrown out of court next time they try if, that. If shit. they if they pull this nonsense again, they're gonna be swiftly dealt with. Yes, like and just be like no, like it's just a hard no. Yes, yeah, yeah exactly. So um, yeah, yeah. I mean, one of the few like, times prejudice is like a good thing in the like, <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, this is when you want prejudice. Exactly. Uh, and like that and this is this is another thing just to kind of cap this off it's it's like the 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 full statement that sterling made is on his site and i was reading it and i was like this is really well written like Ster- jim it sterling is. is a very he's a very good writer it just so happens that the thing like his bread and butter is is not interesting to me and i fully respect him for what he's doing I would like to hang out with that guy. <laughs> like, um, dude is really down to earth and yeah, comes yeah. at so, games in a very, he's so very it, unique. It, it may, it may seem like we're being super harsh on Jim Sterling. Like, I, like, I, I understand that, but like, I like a lot of what that guy does. I just also, if don't anything, really I like the, about... the character less. You know what yeah, I mean? The yes, character, exactly. The, the yes. YouTube character of Jim Sterling, Jim, I think Jim, I like less than probably the real man. Jim Quisition, Jim Quisition is a character. You know, is and yeah, like for yeah, sure. This, uh, so yeah, he's, uh, so please don't take that as you know. Uh, right on games hates Jim Sterling. Like no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Um, so uh, yeah, <laughs> just thought I'd put that out there. Um, but yeah, so. Um, uh, speaking of th- things that writing on games doesn't hate, um, that's literally nothing. But okay, we'll, we'll find something. <laughs> the GameCube controller. No. Um, uh, <laughs> hey, yeah, there you go. Uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen. More ramen, huh? Yeah, pr- cup cup noodles. Uh, the the the, the PS Four Pro patch has really upped its game on the on the cup noodle front. Uh, more ads. Um, no, uh, the the thing that happened here is that um, Final Fantasy XV's PS4 Pro patch came out, uh, and this was one that I was particularly excited for. Like, I don't have a PS4 Pro, so but I was just 
we were finally going to get Final Fantasy 15 running at 60 frames a second, apparently. Um, which actually turned out, like, people thought that it was going to be 60 frames a second. Um, it's not, but it was also, they, they never said it was going to be 60. Um, they said it was just going to be an increased frame rate. Um, the But there's a lot of problems because, uh, it, it, like, for one, the only way you can get 60 frames a second is by staring at the ground <laughs> it's uh uh <laughs> like the rest of the time like it is it, it's it's not it's not a um so the ps4 pro you could play it in two modes from what i understand which was the light and the the heavy mode which was the the heavy mode was um like higher resolution but it had like a choppier frame time so it was like it so it was running at 30 frames a second, but the frames were coming in like slightly, I'm not the biggest expert on this, but from what I understand, it was like, it was choppy because the frames weren't consistent, like in in terms of the way the frames appeared or whatever, like there were still 30 frames a second, but they were just, they weren't as smooth as they could have been in that second, I guess. Like I could be way wrong on that. Like fucking let me know if I am. Um, but so in the PS4 Pro, there was a light mode as well, which was, you know, it was 30 frames a second, but the frame times were much more consistent. Um, what this patch has done is it's just unlocked the frame rate on the light mode. So so now you just have the mode in which you have a higher resolution, but it, like it's a 30 FPS. Well, it's not a 30 FPS lock because sometimes it dips below that. Um, or maybe on the pro I, I don't know so the point is the pro now has a mode where it's you have a higher resolution but the frame times are super choppy anyway which makes for a juddery experience even at 30 frames a second and now you also have a light mode which is uncapped but is constantly fluctuating between like 30 frames a second and like 45 and it's constantly going yeah which you know personally uncapped frame rates for me are preferable to 30 fps lock like i always you, yeah. well, for, for, you know i i understand if people want just a consistently like you know it, it's 30 but it's it's nailing that 30 all the time there's no slowdown or anything like that like as opposed to having this wildly inconsistent thing that's just going up and down like personally i would rather have the moments where it was up like uh you know even if it had moments where it went down like that that's just preferable to me but i understand where people are coming from on the other side um but the thing is like now you can't get a smooth thing from it anymore if you're on the ps4 pro because it's like you either have the choppy frame times of the higher resolution mode or you have the uncapped frame rate of the light mode which is constantly juddering so you don't have that mode that's like just locked anymore which is bad <laughs> um oh, so yeah yeah i'm watching the footage right now and yeah it, it looks like in light mode it never goes above like 46 frames yeah yeah but I, now now i'm watching the the thing you're talking about we're staring at the ground and yeah that's it's like yeah. so in case you're standing in front of a massive brown texture with no not much detail on it I, you're gonna be oh, I, oh he made it to 48 but cool. you know you know what the thing is <laughs> When he's looking at the ground and he's running around, I'm like, 
damn, those animations look smooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's the thing, man. Like, I just really want this game running at 60 frames a second because it's like, it's such a good looking game. It's so, it looks so beautiful. And imagine, imagining that at 60, like, it, it just makes me, like, desperately want a PC release for it because, yeah, well, man. What if, what if they... I feel like this is something that would uh, work on a PC, and there's people who work on PCs and work on patches on PCs that will make the frame rate smoother for free. You know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Bring it over here, yeah, man. Oh, I like, and the thing is, I would totally buy that game again. <laughs> like if it came to PC, I'd, like in a second, because it's a really, oh, so many people would do yeah that exact thing, like just buy it again. It's like, a really, Final really Fantasy fanboys are crazy, man. Like yeah, like they're. I mean, I wouldn't call myself a Final Fantasy fanboy. I'm a Final Fantasy 15 fanboy. <laughs> um, you're but... you're a Prompto boy. You're just you just love Prompto. <laughs> oh, he's so charming with his backstory. That's so great, and uh, yeah, the the backstory that amounts to don't be fat, otherwise royalty won't notice you. <laughs> You better lose weight, prompto. I am 100% sure you have made that joke before on a I previous podcast. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's that. Don't... Maybe, maybe, like... I don't know. I mean, if you got a PS4 Pro and you want to play Final Fantasy 15, like you're getting this patch, I guess. So, um, you know, prepare to if you if you were relying on that light mode to have a super smooth 30 frames per second experience, then you're shit out of luck, I guess. <laughs> like, sorry, on behalf of Square Enix, I don't fucking know. Uh, PS um, Pro or the yeah. play, the PlayStation 4 Pro. This just- but at what cost, you know? I mean, the thing is, like, the Digital Foundry video that you can find, which has this, all this stuff noted out, is actually saying now that, you know, at this point, both the Xbox One and standard PlayStation 4 now provide a smoother experience than on the PlayStation Pro. Like, that's crazy. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. But, uh... I, video I, games are fucking weird. Yep. I, uh... Uh, you know... Speaking of weird things, video games. Switch. Speaking speaking of that thing that earlier I told you I don't I'm not gonna get for a while. Um. Yes. Okay. The, I, the, okay, the transitions are there. We're fa- we're falling there's, back into there, old habits, oh, Nico. <laughs> no, but there's there's uh, uh, there's two articles here that you could be referring to because they both say the switch. Okay. One? Well, the 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 one I'm looking at. The best segue possible is done now. Nintendo Switch operating system video appears after console accidentally sent out early. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> accidentally. This, this, this is a story from uh, about a week ago now. Um, and there have been some updates to this. Um, and I like... Yeah, so so essentially this guy got a Nintendo Switch um, sent to him uh, and he posted a video where he goes through like the kind of um, operating system and all that stuff and how the, how the Joy-Cons work and everything. Uh, and yeah, um, it, it's like, I mean, it, it looks like a tile-based thing, I guess. 
and like looks fine. Um, looks looks like a looks like a video game system. Um, but the thing is, then it came out. From what I hear, it came out that this switch fell off the back of a truck um or you know like people are saying hmm this was stolen and sold illegally uh and he had to send this back to nintendo <laughs> um really yes uh like and i'm guessing like and the thing is like they i can't remember i'm trying to find this statement that they released um uh give me a second like the whole the whole thing is that like uh all right okay user returns it so um what's this oh for fuck's sake. fucking websites man i hate this um yeah it, like uh so like uh the original video poster who claimed to have been shipped their switch early didn't directly deny the claims that nintendo Nintendo released a statement to IGN saying earlier this week individuals claimed to prematurely purchase a small number of Nintendo Switch systems from an unspecified retailer. Nintendo has determined these units were stolen in an isolated incident by employees of a US distributor with one system being illegally resold. The individuals involved have been identified, terminated from their place of employment and are under investigation by local law enforcement authorities on criminal charges. Good God, man. Yes. It is. Whew. Um, Jesus, talk about your LA Noir. What the hell's going on? <laughs> serious business all of a sudden. What's going yeah, on? Yeah. Like, so, like, it just seems that, like, like a store that got a shipment in, like, some guy just stole a bunch of them and tried to sell them. And this guy that posted the video bought it. <laughs> like, <laughs> which means that, like, he, you know, him sending it back is, like, him probably just saying, uh, I don't know, officer. <laughs> I, I didn't know anything about this. Um, hey, man, yeah, it's, it seemed legit to me. <laughs> yeah, exactly, this console I mean, he has just, no he, games. He, he had four switches and a trench coat in the back alley, I swear. It's, it's, it's like, I guess it's out. Jeez. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's a whole thing that's happening. Um, like, why would you buy that this early? Like, there's no games. <laughs> like, uh, Zelda, man. No, but like, why would you like? Why don't you just wait for the console to come out? Because I mean, it's because so you can brag about it on NeoGaf and get a GameSpot ah, article written about okay, you. Okay, okay, you know? okay, I get. I mean, we're, we're literally talking about this guy, Hip Hop the Robot. There you go, five seconds of fame right there. <laughs> that's your, that's your NeoGaf that's, name. That's go find that, him. Go say hi. Go call him sick or whatever. That, that's that's like that guy that uh, bought no man's sky two weeks early or something for like what was it two grand or something like it was... god bless that man played early <laughs> sucks that was the best dude oh god uh. <laughs> if only we'd listened <laughs> just everyone cancelled from that point he spent that money so i was like i don't care what save. that guy says that guy's a goddamn dirty pirate i was like ah fuck that guy's opinion it's that guy's gonna be great now look now look at me <laughs> you're a broken man nico broken <laughs> um so from this from that video you also learned that the system has 25.9 gigabytes of free space out of the box which you know like that doesn't seem like a lot i thought it was meant to be like 32 or something but um this can be expanded further with micro sdxc cards up to two terabytes in size which from what i hear don't exist yet <laughs> um so 
I mean, sure. Huh. Like, um, yeah. So I, I guess go and watch that video if you want to see what a, a video game console looks like without any games. Like, uh, we already leaked uh, what the interface looked like in real time. <laughs> like one or two podcasts ago, by the way. Yeah, we're uh, we're the the we're like a we're like a we're like WikiLeaks except good people. <laughs> um, yeah, we uh, don't we don't harass people in Swedish bars and something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Um, speaking of Nintendo, yeah, here we go, here we go, we're back on it, baby. Um, you have no idea how um I like got excited when I read this and then I got sad, but then I started laughing because of how I thought this was a real thing. Yeah, I, exactly. like, like, like I read it first. And I was like, Oh oh my God. And uh, then I, and then I pulled back a little bit. Yep. It's uh, uh, so this is, <laughs> this is just a really dumb thing. There, there, like there really wasn't much in the way of news this week. So um, <laughs> this is a thing. <laughs> this idea for a Mario game may not be what you'd expect. Um, and guess who, Guess who this idea is coming from? It's none other than um, Jap- Japan's favorite wrestling enthusiast and the bane of <laughs> translators everywhere, uh, Goichi Suda, Suda51. <laughs> it's, uh, um, yeah, um, <laughs> this is just a fucking super dumb thing. I lo- also love how GameSpot is reporting on on interviews by IGN. Yeah, what? <laughs> like... What even is video game news anymore? Uh, we we discussed this last week, but like, man, this this industry, man, like, I can't, I like, there are people employed to report on video game news. Like, that is crazy to me because all you're doing is like, like, I mean, well, now you're just reporting things that got posted on other sites. <laughs> like, I just don't rivals. Get, I wonder where the source is. Like, who's the who's the ground zero for all this information? Well, tears. Because if it's just somebody IGN. playing telephone, like they're doing, like that, yeah, like, huh? Where'd I jank the info? <laughs> One up dot com. <laughs> yep. Uh, basically, basically, if you're not Patrick Klepik or Austin Walker, then you really, I don't know what you're doing if you're trying to get into video game news. <laughs> like, it's, um, but yeah. So you want, uh, you want to be the next Keeley? <laughs> get on Spike. <laughs> Uh, ad- advertise using anthropomorphized razors. Um, Suda51 belongs on Spike TV. Oh my god, that would be so great. Imagine Suda51 <laughs> with uh, the shit razor guy. That's like a let it die boss. <laughs> oh man. Oh no, I'm just thinking about... Oh, oh no, actually, that's... that's it's going to disappoint me that that's not a possibility. Uh, uh, but yeah, asked by IGN how he would go about making a Mario game, Suda, Suda, Suda aka Suda51 said Mario would go on an adventure to rescue his brother Luigi instead of Peach. Alright. <laughs> I like it so far. So this is, the way this is worded, it's like, I just imagine him like, like perking up and just like going, so, like, hear me out here. So, this really bad guy's captured Luigi, so Mario and Koopa become friends and they go together, he said. It's like a road movie in a car. (laughs) (laughs) So... What? So they go it's like from a road the, movie in a car. It's like a road movie in a car. So they go from the south to the north and just go through it, like through America. I think it'd be great to make a Mario game like that. And that's it. So, so basically, Suda51 wants to make uh, Final Mario 15. <laughs> like, it's, 
So, so the so this. So in fact, he just wants Mario and Bowser to get in a car and just drive. No, Mario and Koopa. No, that's ba- that's Bowser in um in Japan. Oh, oh right, okay. Fair enough. He's just called Koopa over there. But, uh, okay. So it's just him and Bowser just chilling in a car, driving across the country. <laughs> Where's the game in that? Driving driving from fucking Mexico to fucking the Canadian border. (laughs) Where's my what? What Mario mechanics carry over in this game? (laughs) Where's the jumping on things if you're in a car? (laughs) He uses. What what does Bowser do? (laughs) He drives. Yeah, he's driving. He has experience driving, I guess. Why not just take his clown car that flies in that case? (laughs) <laughs> so many Why questions. Get in a, would they, would, wait, okay, I, I'm on board for this. If they take uh, Wario's giant uh, purple Cadillac that has his mustache on it, <laughs> yep, because that's pretty badass. Yeah, just, like, that, that would be a game. I just love that this is this is an excuse for an article. <laughs> like, why did they? Why did they find him and ask him this like, question? Why, they email him this. What? <laughs> I don't know. This is like we found him in line at Burger King, and we just thought we'd ask him this random question. We're like, what is that? <laughs> Some of the games from Suda's studio, Grasshopper Manufacturer, are over the top, violent, and bloody. Suda jokes that he might tone the blood down a little bit if he made a Mario game. I love how they, re- love how they then go <laughs> on to say. Please. I love how they then go on to say, though this game may never happen. Like, <laughs> of course it's not going to fucking happen. You fucking idiot. Hey man, they have to do that because you know how people are. I mean, they read this if they don't put that in bold text in uh, bright yeah, red, they'll yeah. just be like, "There's a new Mario game in Super One." And then, uh, yeah. I mean, the first comment says, "Let's be glad he's not making a Mario game." Yeah, like, I was gonna say the comments are so like uppity, man. I love Suda's games, but stay the hell away from Mario, please. Not sh- not me. sure, not sure why Koopa would want to help Mario. Man, this new Mario game looks bad. So he's just like he's just gone and to- onto talking about. You know, fucking the real world Mario thing. This guy's just proved me wrong. It doesn't even matter if you put that it, it's not going to happen. People still think it's going to happen. I guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck. Oh man, I, I still don't. A paragraph. I still don't want to play Mario in New York. <laughs> okay, you guys. Just because something looks visually, just aesthetically, like a game called Sonic 06, right? Like I get I get this not like I get this correlation of like oh no, my my goofy cartoon platforming character is now standing next to hyper realistic people models. This is this like we know what happened last time, but let's 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 tread backwards here for a second. Let's let's go to Sonic 06. What was the worst part of Sonic 06? Was it the fact that there was NPCs you could talk to or was it the fact that it was a buggy piece of shit rushed out the door mess? Like that's the difference, you morons. Yep, Stop yep. Yep. That the comparison doesn't make any sense. Yep. Yep. Exactly. It makes no sense. So like So shut up and let me play my so, let me play my Suda fucking Mario game where there's maybe also, some blood. Nobody was complaining about the screenshots of Sonic 06 when they saw those images of him standing in like Italy talking to people. Like <laughs> nobody said that looked this looks bad, you know. <laughs> Give it a chance, you dorks. Also it's Mario, you're gonna love it. Yeah, exactly. I don't mean to be mean, but I, I, I'm going to go on a limb here and say that people listen to us are not these people in this game spot <laughs> comment section talking mad shit on New Donk City. I'm not going to stand for this shit. <laughs> oh, man. 
<sighs> so I guess that's uh, news, which means uh, this is the end of the podcast. Oh, wait. There's got to be some. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There are questions. Wait, Nico. What? I mean, you, you just, you ruined my, you, you, you <laughs> ruined my bit. Well, you can you edit me out there. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Scrub it out. <laughs> yeah, this is, so, uh, as Nico so bluntly <laughs> said. Um, you mentioned yeah, this, it like this, 10 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> this, uh, yeah, we, we decided to do something a little bit different this week and i took to the twitters to see if any of you guys had any questions for us and yeah we got we got a few in so um and it's nice because we have no more news there's nothing else that happened nothing of note because the The planet is barren of things to do and talk about yes (laughs) um so yeah um Let's get into this. Like, if you want, if you want to send us questions for any future podcasts, then send them to to us on Twitter. I'm at Hamble Black uh, or at Nico Blakely, and uh, or good luck you, spelling that. What's that? Good luck spelling that one. <laughs> at <laughs> at N I C O B L E A C K L E Y. There we go. Yeah, uh, good job. Or you or you can you can email Hamish at writingongames.co.uk or Nico at writingongames.co.uk, which is oh, yeah. which is an elaborate prank that we set up to so that Nico could get game codes. It's 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 been working great so far. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By which I mean I've completely forgotten about our elaborate <laughs> prank and I haven't been using it like I should be. <laughs> oh man! Uh, so yeah, send us your questions over if you want. I just thought it'd be a neat thing to just change things up a little bit um so yeah this first question comes in from zach uh who asks what is your favorite game that you least like to play which is like a real Whoa. fucking holy shit that's like, an onion of a question isn't it yeah like because there there are a few games that like i think of and i think like man it's it, it, like when I think of this, I kind of think of like anti-player games. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where it's, it's like the focus is not on the player necessarily. I'm trying to think of like examples of that. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I mean, we could also maybe extend it to like guilty pleasures or whatever. <laughs> like, um, I, God, this is tough. Um, I mean, I get, I like, uh, for me, the first thing that came to mind was, metal gear solid 5 <laughs> Cause really because it, it's like i really like the idea of that game more than i like it to play now and it's like is that is, is that kind of thing of like um you know uh uh it's uh, like you, you, you like i always think to myself like man i really want to play some metal gear solid 5 again and then i start playing it and i'm like this is a really good game in a lot of ways but it's also broken in so many others because you get to a point where you know the the enemies get tougher but you're also equipped to the point that you're basically broken <laughs> and uh like like you're you like no one can stand in your way or anything like that um 
aside from that though like i don't really know like if there's anything that i like dislike because 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 the thing is like it's, it's it's a really interesting question um like uh and like i say what comes to mind there is like anti-player games where it's you know it's, it's things like um to me like it's like mafia 2 in the sense that that doesn't cater to the player that caters to telling a story but my thing is that i adore that <laughs> like so it's it, there there really isn't much there, there isn't much in the way of examples of like games that i least like to play because a lot of the time i end up like contextualizing um you know i, I end up be like even if even if a game mechanic isn't fun to like interact with necessarily like usually if if a game is good enough then i will be able to like if i enjoy the game enough then i will be able to contextualize that in terms of the wider story like with mafia 2 it's like hey you're doing all this kind of menial busy work and stuff but that's totally in service of this kind of larger story telling you like um you know hey you think this is going to be a gangster game this is absolutely not a like a gangster game in the same way that you think it's going to be and everything like that so it's like for me they're they're like the games that like i would you, you would maybe think would like i i'd least enjoy playing if i like those games already i like it because they're kind of difficult to play in a lot of ways um so i mean but i guess like in terms of like a more like you know in terms of more recent stuff um and like kind of more basic answer like neo is kind of like that for me where it's like i can see that man i really really i really like that game i i uh, would say that in a lot of ways i love it but it drains me like no other fucking video game um uh, yeah i mean because it's even stuff like spec ops the line for me is like a game that you know the shooting in that game is not it's it's serviceable but like you're always like for me it was always like basic i mean it's super basic yeah but like i don't not enjoy playing that game because the story that those mechanics are telling is is like um is really uh like the those mechanics are telling a story that i really love so it's like the re like again the reason that i don't like playing that game is is woven into this kind of larger narrative and stuff i guess maybe like the last guardian as well like that that game is deliberately irritating in a lot of ways because it's like you're you're controlling a person trying to control a dog <laughs> like is um which is you know the dog doesn't always do what you want but again it contributes to an emotional bond that you form like as you progress through the game so yeah it's a it, like it's, it's a really good question i just don't think that like my answers really like um kind of give the like they don't really fall in line with the kind of the, the spirit of the question i guess but that's only because like the ways in which i least like to play those games are the reasons that i end up also kind of <laughs> loving those games so yeah i don't know and i <laughs> God, I, okay. I'm gonna give one answer, but then I'm gonna give like a real answer because I feel like okay, both these answers will be real. Okay. Because okay, one of these is a fucking joke answer that I always say, but it actually fits perfectly here. 
It's Phantasmagoria 2. <laughs> some might say that was the best Phantasmagoria 2 of 2016. Yeah, some would say. <laughs> but that is a game that I, I love to death. But the act of playing that sucks. It's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't stand it. That's, it's, it's, not because... Yeah. It's not anyone's fault. That's just a, it's one of those. It's it's like going back and playing Grim Fandango. Like it's, <laughs> it's fucking hard. It just it's rough. Your brain isn't wired to play crap like that anymore. Even if if at all, if it ever was for most people nowadays, I guess. Like yeah, yeah. But okay, so like, I, but I feel like I that's literally my answer for almost everything. Whenever there's a que- like, whenever something's like, oh, what was a game that you know did something for you? And it's I always say Phantasmagoria too, but that yeah, actually yeah. applies here for once. But, <laughs> yes, exactly. That's that's actually a really good but, one. But I feel terrible because like that's a great answer to this question, but such a boring answer I could have given because that's always my answer. <laughs> that's, um, your answer to, that's your answer to everything, Nico. Phantasmagoria. Well, too. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and rack my brain here for I, a game that I, I I loved, but absolutely kind of don't. Like, is it like I I love it, but like at, at this moment in time, if you said, "Hey, do you want to play that game right now?" I'd be like, "I'm good." In fact, actually, I've got a really good one. Grim Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that, yeah. that 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 game because when I got that remaster, like I'd played a bit of that game when I was younger, and it was like, and I don't like I enjoyed the characters and the setting and everything, the writing. Like I thought it was really funny and everything. I have no idea how I progressed through that game as a kid, like. That game is fucking so obtuse, and it's like that is a game that is like that is the perfect fucking example for me. It's like I love that game, and uh, I I still adore the writing. It's some of the best writing you can come across in 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 uh, kind of comedic video games and stuff like that. Um, Oh yeah, that's great. But playing that game man like at at a certain point i was just like man i'm just fucking looking up the answers to this shit because i can't be arsed (laughs) like and filling that balloon up with the weird foam or whatever oh god which is infamous thing ever it's kind of like the phantasmagoria 2 answer in a lot of ways because it's like there are things that like i love about that game but like actually playing it is a fucking chore like yeah so that's a bit infuriating yes that is my answer to that question (laughs) like um i'm gonna say i'm gonna say this is weird but (laughs) soul reaver (laughs) okay soul reaver for the playstation one specifically um i love that series i recently got back into it like this year just kind of checking them back in realized that as a kid i was obsessed with that game soul reaver that the 3d platform sequel to legacy of kane that top-down RPG-ish type vampire game. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, that game is very weird. And it's like a, it's it's like, it's open world, in a weird way on the PS One. It's like a weird open world game, but you know, not really. Like, yeah. If the open world was just a series of corridors and you could just backtrack all the way back to the very beginning area of the game, I think it would just take you fucking hours to do it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's kind of like that. It's a very it's weird for what it is in the time it came out, I guess. And I find myself getting lost or just kind of hating the combat yeah, whenever yeah. I try to play it. But I know for a fact as a kid, I got like really deep into that game and got really far. And now it's like one of those, like you said, I have no clue how I was that good because now at this age, I'm garbage. Yes, like, yes, yeah, exactly. 
And it kind of bums me out. But yeah, I, I liked. I always liked the setting and the story, and I liked how they actually took vampires and did something unique with them. It didn't just make it Dracula. Yeah. You know, in a cape. Yeah. It was uh, weird yeah. post-apocalyptic uh, society where they dominate the world, but it's kind of medieval. It's weird. It's cool, and not like Underworld either. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like I, I never, I never got into Soul Reaver as a kid, but it was always like game that as i kind of grew older like people talked about with a certain kind of reverence that made me like want to check it out it's it's like a really uh, it's i'd call it criminally underrated for as far as 3d platformers go right, it's like okay. you want a cool kind of dare i say it's like dark siders almost maybe it's like i just say it's like dark zelda they come out of like a almost semi lovecraft little zelda game it's because you're not really a vampire, you're a dead vampire. You're like, yeah, 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 <laughs> which yeah. makes no sense because vampires are already dead. You're like a a vampire that eats souls now. Like that's what it is. <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. It's it's very old feeling, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's Soul Reaver and Phantasmagoria too. There you go. <laughs> Those are my two. <laughs> cool. Well, I think I think we kind of answered that question fairly comprehensively um hopefully yeah um next up is my buddy uh thin reaper uh who has a youtube channel that you should totally check out uh he does kind of like long form have you have you ever watched any of his videos nico what's what's his name sorry Uh, i didn't hear thin reaper uh i don't think i have uh he does a lot of like long form analysis pieces in this like you know um similar to your joseph anderson's and the like um uh but he also does you know some shorter pieces like he's done uh a really good piece on spec ops the line and uh uh did like a really like cool long form thing on uh red dead recently and and stuff so yeah check him out um he asks uh what are games that have improved the more you've played them and what are some that have gotten worse um you see, it's for me. I guess, uh, like, this is going. This is going to sound like a weird, almost lazy answer. But for me, it was like it, it's Dark Souls, <laughs> it's, um, because that is a game that I remember starting playing, and like that. That that is maybe the game that like. I could not get into for fucking like you know probably about a year I I owned that game and like I tried playing it a couple of times and just could not do it and then just one day I just I I I I looked up a thing of like how to start in Dark Souls and started and then played through it and I was like this just gets like this is just clicking with me more and more and stuff and uh yeah, I mean, like that's kind of like the the lazy answer to that question, I guess. But um, I guess um, maybe something like uh, you know, a Killer Seven or something like that, where it's it's like as that game progresses, it just gets more and more like becomes more and more of a mind fuck, and like in in all the right ways, and um. And it just it it heightens your appreciation of that game, uh, like you know, uh, because you realize just the consistency of the vision that they're going for, and like, uh, and yeah, that's 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 a game that definitely 
I appreciated more and more as I kept playing it and, you know, kind of uh, started to see these themes and these uh, kind of returning characters and everything like that. Um, and yeah, so that's probably a game that I would say got, like, improved the more I played it. As for things that got worse, speaking of Suda, <laughs> let it die. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> oh, it's, uh, yeah, that's that's a game that I, you know, after last week I kind of returned to uh you know i didn't really talk about it at the start but it was it was a thing where it was like man like the first you know like 15 floors of this game like it 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 is it starts off like kind of i don't know about this then it goes up and you're like hey there's there's something to this and then it fucking shoots back down when you're like hey this is getting like really fucking cheap now and um it, you know like i i like like i've always i've always said like i don't have a problem like putting money into that game like because you treat it like an arcade game and like the whole thing of that the whole thing of let it die is you know eventually you let it die you you walk away because <laughs> like you do with any arcade game and uh like but it's it's just it, it, it like the combat at a certain stage you get into a flow of it like after a kind of shaky start where you're learning the ins and outs of how this isn't a kind of souls game basically um and like you you get into a flow and it, you're like hey this there's actually something to this and then at a certain point there's just a brick wall where it starts just becoming a numbers game and it's like so you so that's a game that like got better and then got quickly fucking super fucking worse <laughs> um yeah i i don't know it's uh i i can't see myself putting any more time into that game i guess just like i'm not i'm like i was into it when it was you know it was a cool thing of like skill basically but now, now it is literally just how much money can you put in here to get your numbers above everything else so yeah yeah how about you man do you have anything <laughs> As far as a game that got worse for me as uh-huh. I played it, um, I don't know if this is a controversial thing to say or not. I've never been too hip on how this game is perceived. Um, Stanley Parable. Okay, uh, yeah. I fucking grew to dislike that game in such a way by the end of it. Uh, like, but, well, does it really end? I, it's well, more you, like when like, you're kind of done with it, I guess. It's yeah, like, I mean, like, are, are, it depends on what part of that game you're... Like, are you talking about, like you played it the way the narrator told you and you got to the end of that narrative and then... I just mean the the repetition of it all and uh, the game quickly devolved for me into let's just see all the goofy endings I get and it's like, okay, I get it. I get it. Super meta. Like, it's just like it... Really, that game, like... Went to that game with expectations because everyone said it was brilliant and, you know, I never played the original mod version or whatever it used to be and... Game just deteriorated. Like... I feel like I got the message in the first half an hour and I continued to play for like an additional three hours after that and I was just <laughs> done. Like, I was just like... Yeah. I mean, for, for me, like, because I played the Stanley Parable, I played the original, it was like a Gmod thing, like... Um, it looked and, very sourcey. Yeah, yeah. It, it, like, uh, and... Uh, it, yeah. I, back then, it was like super fucking like, holy shit. This is a really interesting way to tell a story in a video game, or like, or to deconstruct how stories are told uh, in video it's games. It's super clever, still. Like, I, I can still, I can still appreciate it for what it is. It's just that 
but, uh, but, but, that... by the time they actually released that as like a full-fledged game it was like okay i've played this before and a lot of games have done the kind of meta storytelling thing at this point okay i get it like um so yeah it was that was that was one where like they they brought out like demos for that then sent them to publications and like had little things that were specialized for those publications which made That's right. which made like watching those playthroughs like really like funny and interesting um but like getting that game and realizing hey this is just like the game from before but with updated visuals basically was kind of like yeah uh but i i i still very much enjoy that game like for what it is but yeah i can i can, yeah, I can see where you're coming from yeah, I, I was a bit surprised myself, actually, I was, I was, as I was racking my brains for this question, when I kind of, my mind just kind of settled on Stanley Parable, and I was like, <laughs> just, yeah, that's right, I kind of just hate that game. I don't know what it is, like, I, I, I yeah, well, hate's a strong word. Uh, <laughs> maybe, like, I just, the, the thought of playing that ever again is just like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh. <laughs> actually, you know a game that got worse for me? What? Doom. Doom. That's right, man. Yep, it's true. Not, I mean, I, like, I well, did, you, I, you, you, you had a weird stock markety thing going on with Doom. You were like up and down for a bit. Then, uh, yeah, yeah, it was. Then you settled on down. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it, like, I, like after I completed it, I started to see things. Like, I, I, you know, I was analyzing things, and I was like, "Hey, there's some stuff I like there." But as I was playing it, I was just like, "Okay, I get it. It's another level where I shoot the things." Like, and then every other level was that. And I was just like, eh, I don't know about this. Uh, this is like, if this game was half the length, I would have enjoyed it a lot more. And uh, so that was just a case of like the game being too long. Um, so, yeah, I guess like that's kind of all I really have for that. Like, I mean, do you have any games think- that improved the more you played them or anything or? This is strictly. This strictly means like within the the same session you're playing it, not not like or like within the same first playthrough of a game. Let's yeah, say not uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, totally. not like I played this ten years ago, hated it, came back to it, now I love it. Yeah, like yeah. it's not that, that's not the question. Okay, so I want to say, man, what? You know, uh, it's hard when you're put on the spot like this, man. It's like, yeah, you know, it might have been Hitman last year, honestly. Actually, that's a really good example. Holy shit. Because for the first like three hours or four hours, I was very uncertain how how much time I was going to be putting into that game. And little did I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's Hitman, Hitman 2016, I guess, or whatever you call it. Yeah, I mean, because that is also a game that is reliant on you building up an understanding of not only the maps but like the systems that the ai follows and stuff so it's like by the by the kind of time the new maps come around you're going into it with a greater understanding of how this game works like so the more you play that game the more you're getting out of it the more content they release like it's it's there's a really great kind of like feedback loop there um so yeah that's that's actually a really good example like yeah uh, Tipman is definitely a game that because I, I enjoyed that game from the start but that was also like a kind of thing of uh, is is the episodic thing really going to work for this and then as it went on it's like yeah this is the perfect way for this game to um to release so yeah that's yeah um 
that's kind of my answer to that, I guess. Um, here we have one that's less kind of, you know, uh, about, you know, game, like, it's less about, like, picking a game or whatever, and uh, it's more kind of about industry stuff. Um, Ali asks, uh, do you think Watch Dogs 2 is the start of Ubisoft's revival from monotony? Um, and he also asks, are you guys excited for Horizon Zero Dawn? Um, quickly, just to answer the second part, um, like, I mean, you probably won't be that excited about it because you don't have a PS4. <laughs> um, no, but uh, honestly, like, uh, from the first trailer, I was into that game, and right, I'm actually, okay. like, really excited that it's getting all the reviews it's getting because like that game looks badass to me yeah like, I'm, see, I'm excited but i i don't think i'll play it anytime soon yeah. but I'm, I'm into it like you for see, sure the thing for me is that like i like i yes the game is getting a lot of like rave reviews and stuff i was never in i, I never really liked the tomb raider revivals that much like i thought the gameplay was okay but it was like a bit kind of like drab and like I didn't like use the, I, I don't know it was it, the, the fanfare around those was always a bit random to me because yes. it just seemed like nothing crazy crazy special but uh, cool, me, cool seemed, game nonetheless to me it seemed like last of us without the narrative um but yeah it, it, like it, it was um like this game like gameplay wise reminds me of that and I have heard a lot of people even like super positive people are super positive on it saying like hey it's like Far Cry and I'm like that is exactly the opposite of what I want. Like, you know, that's kind of returning to the whole Ubisoft content mush thing. Like, you know, it's, it's I it, that kind of open world doesn't appeal to me. And apparently, there are a lot of ways in which it differentiates itself. Like, like there are towers that you climb in game, that you climb in the game, but apparently there's like four, you know, as opposed to like the dozens that you get in Ubisoft games. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah i i I don't know uh it, for me it was like okay do i get do i pre-order horizon or do, or do i pre-order neo and i was like well neo appeals to me on a on a on a much more uh fundamental level so um yeah um like i i can't say i'm super excited about it i i, I like you i enjoy the fact that it's getting good reviews and hopefully i will be able to pick it up at some stage but um right now i just kind of don't have the time to get like invested in it or whatever so yeah that's kind of yeah. my my thing on for honor um as for do you think watchdogs 2 is the start of ubisoft's revival from monotony uh, yes in some ways um it's definitely the start if it's if if there's a revival it's the step in the right direction yes I think. yes exactly that that's kind of the thing for me like you know in my review of it last year i said that it was maybe one of the bigger surprises of 2016 for me um because like there is no way you could have told me that a sequel to fucking watchdogs was going to be a game that i enjoyed that much um like it definitely shows for me a kind of change in the way they were thinking like they clearly had a degree of self-awareness where they were like hey you know like people aren't responding too well to these games that are all basically assassin's creed in various forms like let's try something a little different and see if it works i don't know if it actually worked in terms of sales like judging by the amount like you see watchdogs 2 on sale constantly i doubt that it did um 
I mean, like they also brought, but they, they also brought out things like Steep, which seems like, hey, you know, it's the Ubisoft template, but on a snowboarding game, you know, and it's, um, and stuff like that. But then they brought out For Honor, which is like a game that, you know, you you look at what Ubisoft has done, and you look at that, and you say like, oh, it's going to be like Ubisoft Dark Souls, like Dark Souls meets Assassin's Creed, um. But no, actually, like they took a risk on on this really weird, deep, kind of almost fighting game style thing. Like, so I don't know. I mean, like the stuff they have coming out, like in the near future, like the new Ghost Recon game or whatever, looks just looks like the division, <laughs> like except yeah. set in oh what is it like Colombia or whatever. Um, and it looks like Montana to me, but yeah, I'm sure it's. <laughs> Um, a big old field yeah so so yeah i don't know it's um i i I, it's it's hard to say they definitely seem like they are less averse to risk than they were like a few years ago which is refreshing to see because you know like as much as like those tropes are, are like have become stale at one point in time they were interesting you know it it was interesting to climb towers in Far Cry 3 for a time. Yeah. And it was like, um, you know, Assassin's Creed, even, you know, that combat was novel for the time where you were waiting to counter and then, like, you got uh, you got the payoff of a cool animation with it when you killed someone. Like, that stuff was novel and that stuff was, like, interesting at the time. And then it's just through that constant grinding repetition of the same game every fucking year. Like that, that's what causes the kind of the The the, burnout. Yes, exactly. So like, I will, I would say that, and and it's the fact that they're, they're doing this with things like Watch Dogs, like two. So they're doing this with existing franchises. They're starting to take more risks. Well, I mean, well, Watch Dogs two is pretty much the only example of that, I guess, but, um, but yeah, For Honor is a really interesting thing as well that I hope they kind of continue to support. And they also have Rainbow Six Siege, which is a really interesting take on how to release and support a game and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it definitely seems like they are maybe learning from the mistakes that they made in the past. I wouldn't necessarily say that they're like out of those woods yet, but who knows? It's... Uh, I I definitely say that they're making small steps in the right direction. Uh yeah. Um yeah, that's, that's all you can really say at, <laughs> at this point cuz uh, like Watch Dogs 2 is pretty recent, right? Like that was no, November, for, yeah. Yeah, so like I think I I'd, I'd, I'd have a more confident answer like one or two more games and then we'll see. Yes, yeah, I guess. Exactly. Is, I mean <sighs> Yeah, like Ghost Recon is probably not going to set the world on fire or anything like that. Um, but you know. even if they keep messing up, though, uh, people will enjoy the messes more if they take weird, obscure risks. Yeah, That's just my exactly. take on it. Is yes, like totally. you know what? I'm more keen to support you and support your failures if you were at least trying something kind of unique. You know? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Um. So yeah, um, we got a few more questions. I will probably say that we should make this the last one and maybe return to some of the others next week hell um, yeah uh yeah this one comes from our pal ossian 
uh well it's a couple of questions first off <laughs> first off uh, yeah Austin sent us a bunch of questions i picked uh two um first off what is screwdriver <laughs> oh my god <laughs> What is screwdriver? <laughs> oh god. Where to even begin? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean actually, it's not, it's it's not, not too that, complex. It's just a racist hardcore band. Yeah, like that is <laughs> actually kind of literally it. They are just a band yeah. that like the like the, the whole thing is that joke that we made last week about um you know, we're talking about fucking PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> made made a reference to I only listened to early screwdriver. The 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 kind of um the the meme there I guess is that like early screwdriver was like less racist. They they just they never really showed their hand if they yeah, were racist. Yeah, yes, like, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, I only listened to early screwdriver is the hardcore kid equivalent of saying, "Oh no, I'm not a racist. My best friend is black." Like <laughs> like it, it's like kind of like that. You know what I mean? Like it's like your it's your yes, fallback. That, that is, yeah, that is one hundred percent the best way to explain it. Um, yes, don't don't listen to screwdriver. They're a like even even if you ignore the fucking racism they're a bad fucking hardcore band <laughs> i like, always just think can you imagine that band meeting because because <laughs> that the, the the white supremacy um angle happened like halfway through that band's career yeah yeah so like can you imagine when they all sat down <laughs> just, like, well you know guys we need to take a new direction we we, we you know we all kind of have these weird views like why don't we lean super heavily into that <laughs> I mean, we're most of us in this scene are already white and bald, so <laughs> just change your oh, laces, man. and there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, fucking hell! I yeah, used to know all about man. that shoelace hierarchy or whatever. Uh, but you know, if you, you watch Green Room, and then you'll get an idea. Oh yeah, of that. that's right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking... <laughs> for question. <laughs> I never thought I'd be on a podcast in my. Well, first of all, I never thought I'd be on a podcast. And second, never thought I'd be on a podcast answering the question who is screwdriver. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like I I, I don't know. Is you know it, it, it all makes all that stuff that you know coming out like oh uh, you know alt right or or whatever conservatism is the new uh, punk rock or whatever. I'm like conservatism has been a part of fucking punk rock for decades <laughs> it's, uh, may i introduce you to the hardline straight edge kid <laughs> exactly it's uh, you know uh, like nazism has been a part of punk rock for for pretty much since its existence it's, uh, oh yeah um you know uh you shake most social circles hamish a couple of nazis always fall out yep um so i guess the second part of this question uh is how does your relationship relate to music which is kind of interesting i thought because like we we've kept, we we talked about how you know we both enjoy the same music or whatever but it's like we've never talked about like the fact that how we met was kind of through music oh yeah it's like well yeah, one hundred percent due to music at least. Yeah, cause yeah. The whole way I would even have got to the country you live in to meet you, yeah, was through a music festival by a long way. Like, uh, I feel like we told this before. I guess not. It's like no. uh, a friend of mine who wasn't a friend of mine at the time. It was just a random uh, like. I used to frequent the uh, Bridge Nine board years ago, like yes. probably ten years ago at this Br- Bridge, point. Bridge, um, Bridge Nine being uh, the label that put yeah out a record of- label. 
Uh, Had a very prominent uh, forum back in the day. Yes, uh, yes. And um, the B9 board. Go there. Or actually, don't go there. No, don't, don't go there. there. Um, <laughs> you don't need to go there. Um, and so some... Um, there's an annual festival that used to come through my hometown, Santa Barbara, called Sound and Fury. Yep. Um, no longer in Santa Barbara anymore. I think it's moved, actually. It's moved with me to L.A., funny enough. <laughs> um, and uh, so, uh, you know, uh, on the B9 board, everyone would, you know, there'd be a mega thread for it. And, uh, you know, people would be talking, you know, asking for help, like, you know, uh, any good hotels or anyone got a room. Yeah. And uh, there was this one guy uh, just randomly out of nowhere uh, i didn't even actually know n- notice that his little thing was from the uk he's just saying oh i'm I'm one single guy i just need a place to stay and i was like hey i got you i live actually like five minutes away from that venue we can walk there together and so it turned out to be this uh, guy we both know named nick yep and then uh we just hit it off very well actually yeah. two like-minded dudes uh Nick, Nick was a guy that uh, Nick's a guy that I know because uh, he used to play in a band called Flags Raised. Um, oh yeah, was, still got that on my iPod, Nick. Yep, if yep. you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was uh, a band that my band at the time played a few shows with and stuff, and that's kind of how I got to know him. And you know, Nick was like Nick is super connected in the kind of Glasgow. Um, specifically the hardcore scene but you know kind of the wider music scene in glasgow as well i guess you could say he's um, an international networker for that stuff he's very he's very <laughs> he is he is. knows a lot of people yes he does uh he's kind of he's good pals with like tushi amori and stuff like that and uh yeah uh which i guess would probably that would have probably come from something like the b9 boards or as well who knows yeah um, uh, no yeah the guys from touche used to post on there a lot yeah, of yeah. bands would like have a thing. i accidentally like, i almost uh let uh i almost accidentally said yes to letting backtrack stay at my house one time oh God. um because i didn't realize i was talking to the band i thought it was someone whose name was backtrack um the board is a thing i almost let like a crew of dudes stay at my house <laughs> Instead, oh. we got Nick, yes. and yeah, and then uh, so then me and Nick hit it off. He goes back. We we send him back off on the plane. We ship him back out of there. And then uh, a couple years later, there, uh, I happen to be the, going. There's there's footage of you guys at Sound and Fury. There is. Uh, yeah, if you look up uh, the ceremonies set from the 2011 Sound and Fury, you may capture uh, capture a little glimpse of a. Uh, 18 or 19 year old Nico or something uh, <laughs> shirtless running around a mosh pit. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but yeah, so, so, so Nico comes home. Uh, no, Nick comes home. Nick comes home. I Nick, stayed. You, I, you, I was already you, home. You, you also go home, but you're home. I turned around and walked back inside <laughs> after you left. Yeah. So, and then, uh, yeah, so I, I happened to be going over to, uh, England cause I got family over there. Uh, uh-huh. um, I think, hey, this is a great time to hop over to where Nick lives. He's always saying, you got to come to Scotland. So I come and I meet all of his. He takes me on the, the friend tour, I guess. I meet all. Yeah, the, yeah. Meet everyone I need to know. And then that's. I can't remember I mean, exactly the location anymore, but uh, well, was it someone's apartment? We, 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 yeah, we, we, we met at uh, David's old flat. Um, it was David's. Yes. I always forget whose flat it was. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I thought you got. I thought you had some connection to Struggle Town or something like that. I was aware of them. I helped. Oh, oh yeah. I helped them with a record release. Um, helped them put str- out str- a... Str- Struggle Town being a local record label 
in kind of yeah, Glasgow. Nick was Nick was on that uh, label when I met him. Or worked there, started it, had, had started he, he, it, had started, he started it. it with Steven, yes, yes, and then he later left. It wasn't, it, it was, it was like years before he had his kid and stuff like that, but, um, uh, yeah, so he, he left, but so yeah, it was just Steven at that point. But what record did you put out? The Shook Ones. All oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, cool. The little Shook Ones. I was wondering yeah. about that, yeah, that was like, uh, I yeah. got um, mad love for Shook Ones is one of like my favorite bands ever in yeah, high yeah, school yeah. and so and like hey we need help funding this project and I was like fuck yeah okay like of course <laughs> so I just I pitched in yeah and like um, yeah Struggle Town put out um, a, a, like they put out one of my band's records physically and you know we kind of did some stuff digitally and stuff as well and uh, so yeah that's like we were you know. Then, like you say, we met at a friend's house, and uh, like we didn't, we didn't really like talk that much. Then I don't think, like, um, I mean, we we then kind of bonded online over video games and stuff, and then you came over again like a couple of years ago, and uh, we you got yeah. me, you got me on Giant Bomb. Yes, uh, yes, yes. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was yeah. like 2013, something like that. Yeah, Gi- Giant Bomb was like a, a real bonding moment for us i think <laughs> it was yeah. like like when we kind of like discovered hey there's this like you know because that's that's the that's the thing about giant bomb it's like once you kind of discover it you you like without wanting to sound too cliche or like creepy or anything it's like you're, 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 you're kind of part of like a weird family when when you, you get of, you get you get that weird uh that that uh, dysphoria where you're like these people are my friends <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> Those people on the screen, those guys. All oh, right, we got, I gotta hang out with some guys on Friday, man. Uh, yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, um, so yeah, I guess we kind of like bonded over that, and uh, yeah, like you know, we we you know, um, some like people have asked in the past, like you know, like uh, have you actually met Nico before? Like, uh, yeah, we we've we've yes. we've, we've we have hung out. Uh, like a couple of times and stuff like um right now you are in la and i am in uh i am in glasgow scotland um we (laughs) once i get my passport through i am trying to apply for media badges to e3 (laughs) which hell yeah which would be us hanging out again which would be really cool which is kind of like the main reason i'm doing (laughs) that would be It'll be it'll be cool, but it'll also be insanely surreal if we manage to swing <laughs> E3. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, like I'm also having to print fucking business cards for that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot e- about the business card. E3 <laughs> is fucking crazy in terms of its press guidelines. You need to have business cards and shit. <sighs> but um but yeah hopefully hopefully something like that happens and we can hang out and do the podcast in person which would be weird I try to, and fun i try to go over to the uk once a year but i don't think i did last year nah, you no i didn't last year and i did you the year before mm. i thought i thought like the last time was like 2014 or something uh it was it was so close to 2015 that it felt like 2015 yeah ah, okay I think by the time I was home, it was actually past the new year or something like that. I might have been in the air for the new year. Yeah. Okay. Well, we we we, we need we need to hang out again. We need to hang out. Again. Yes. So we gotta. Uh, we need to. Make, we'll we'll figure something out. <laughs> so, uh, 
yeah um so yeah that's kind of how we know each other through music i guess so like yeah. it, 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 like it, it was it was more just that like we the the friends that in that led us being led us to being introduced to each other were involved in music and stuff as opposed to like oh we connected through all this music and everything um like we, we later found out that we like a bunch of the same weird fucking music and uh yeah, it's just a happy coincidence yes, honestly yeah ex- exactly uh like um we actually mainly connected through games and stuff which is kind of weird when you consider how we how we were introduced i guess but yeah, yeah. it's uh, um yeah, so I guess that's that's kind of that. I guess. Um, yeah, not much to say. We we did the there's uh yeah I don't know yeah that's, yeah that's exactly what it is. There you go. Uh, yeah, so I guess that will that'll do it for questions this week. Uh, you know, if you again if you've got questions, like we'll come back to like a couple that we missed um, next week maybe, and uh, if we get some more, send us them at Hamble Black or at n-i-c-o-b-l-e-a-c-k-l-e-y on twitter i may, I may uh, change that soon <laughs> or uh hamish at writing on games.co.uk or at uh, nico at writing on games.co.uk <laughs> um uh and yeah we'll uh we'll read them out and talk a bit about them and stuff uh yeah and that I guess... oh yeah so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give me my password when we're done recording <laughs> i may have forgotten it <laughs> uh yeah okay i will i will i will sort that out <laughs> we're the most professional podcasters on the fucking planet yep we're hey we we're doing better than um i don't know i'm sure there's there's a worse podcast than us. <laughs> statistically it has to be true right we are growing in popularity every week so it's cool <laughs> it's yeah but what if oh god you ever get you ever like wake up with a cold sweat in the middle of the night and you go like dude what if we're just dsp like <laughs> Like, like, what if all of our our likes and views and subscribers and shit? What if all that stuff is trolls who just like watching us squirm and be terrible? Like, oh, what, oh man! I mean, <laughs> hey, we're, 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 we're still we're still getting their money. Oh wait, no, we're not because podcasts are literally in no way profitable until you get to a certain point. I oh, mean, no. yeah, we, we, how would we? The free podcast and the Atlas podcast. Is free. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hey, hey guys just here to tell you about Squarespace uh, beautiful custom built websites 24-7 support um, we're not actually sponsored by Squarespace <laughs> blueapron.com <laughs> Casper Audible. mattresses uh, hey, the Cas- I forgot about Casper they've been quiet for a while <laughs> <laughs> everyone's got beds now no, no one, no one's <laughs> true. No one listening to podcasts needs a bed, so we're fine. Uh, Casper isn't fine. I don't know. Um, but yeah, how is, the, how is the dubstep artist Casper doing? I, I have not heard the <laughs> the name Casper invoked in terms of the dubstep artist since about 2010. I want to say <laughs> so. My guess is, is he okay? Uh, a lot of those DJs tended to do okay i think they got like a lot of kind of you know production work in terms of working on bigger hip-hop uh or you know kind of grime artist records and stuff like that so i'm guessing he's doing okay let's see how casper's doing 
Oh yeah, go everyone. Uh, go listen to Casper. That- That's our check being cleared for uh, plugging Casper. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, he, he, the last thing he brought out was in 2014 so maybe he's not doing okay <laughs> the day the wubs his, 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 his wikipedia page says in 2014 McCann moved to Denver, Denver Colorado USA he cites Denver's music culture and friendly people as influential factors although he is unsure whether the move will be permanent and that's the end of his wikipedia article because then he discovered legal weed, and we never heard from him again. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's going to do it for the podcast, I think. Um, I'd was, say so. Yeah, that was that was fun. That was a neat... Like, I, 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 I like the fact that we kind of brought in a new thing. Like, uh, because, you know, news is always a fucking shit show. Because video game news fucking sucks. Um... But yeah. News, yeah, I resent news. I mean, like, no. <laughs> talk, talk, talking, talking about news is fun. It's just the yeah. fact that it's, it's like, it always makes you think, like, fucking video games, man. <laughs> <laughs> Reporting. Uh, it's, it's because some of the major stories are like, here's a guy's hypothetical game that he'd never, that's never going to get made. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, like, like, that's the shit that you talk about. Pseudo 51 wants to make a Mario game that'll never, never, ever happen. <laughs> This keyboard is still, it claims to be the quietest keyboard, but it's not. You know, it's like all the crap like this. Oh, God. Click here to continue reading, even though I already clicked on the fucking article. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Send, send us questions because they're fun to talk about instead of news. that <laughs> makes us hate video <laughs> games. Um, so, yeah, that's, that, was, that was fun. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Um, Nico, where are the videos? Yes. <laughs> Uh, are you, so uh, do you have a day for the stream yet? Oh, guilty as charged. What? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. They're coming. <laughs> the stream. Oh yeah. <laughs> Keep your eyes to the stars, America. And you'll miss the shots you don't take at the stars, and then you hit the moon. You you can take the road that'll take you to the stars. I'm gonna take the road that's gonna get me there. You can go watch my For Honor video if you want. <laughs> tell me, tell me to get good. <laughs> and uh, with that, that's Game Stew Live on Twitch. Yep, check out this Friday night. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's that's a good that's, that's a good hint at when it will be taking place. Show is called Sixty Four Ways to Kill Yourself, and uh, <laughs> I'll be playing some N sixty four games. <laughs> Title subject to change. <laughs> good and with that i think that will do it for the writing on games cast thank you very much for listening and we will see you next week adios Bye. <laughs> you, sounded like a, you sounded like a sad lamb <laughs> <laughs>